Anything you want to say before I start streaming? Nope. I'm starting stream. I'm having sex with donkeys. Oh, damn it. I should have got that out of my system earlier. <laughs> Too late. That's on the internet now. Hey, Luke. Why did you have to get Rob? Hey, Rob. How you doing? <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Right. Yeah, I suppose we should start, shouldn't we? I'm ready. You ready, Rob? Uh, I'm ready. You ready, Chinny? Uh, yeah, let's go. Go ahead. It's just, it's just. Hello, an episode. Welcome just to the Veteran Gamers. Just a disaster with that. And welcome to the uh, episode something or other of the Veteran Gamers. <laughs> I think it's 362. No, I think three. It's episode three. Yeah, episode three. No, I can't 363, be right. 363, I think oh. it is. I think it is. Yes, uh, Stu's <laughs> not here, so let's just address the elephant in the room. Stu's not here. Um, you know, he just didn't show up. He, he just said, I'm done with podcasting. I'm not going to do it anymore. He thinks he's a big shot. He can just not turn up. So, yeah, pretty much. That's the way you real diva like the floor We know who the real diva is. Chinny acts like a diva, but Stu's life is diva-ish. It's all a front. It's all a front. So do we so, find someone to fill in for him then? We found someone better than Stu. Oh, sweet. That's not hard to do. Uh, well, my name is Mike Chin. Uh, I'll go by the name Chinny. This is Eric, who's talking over me and playing lots of sound effects, uh, as people may know. And um, I scoured the globe. I scoured the globe. Uh, and then it turns out it was just Milton Keynes I needed to look at because I got <laughs> verbal Rob. How are you doing? Yay! Not too bad. Thank you for having me. I'm just here as you- the token northerner, aren't I? Yes, absolutely. So it's, it's just I needed someone northern. You are complimented to be honestly rob i couldn't think of anyone else to replace actually i did think of two people but they turned me down so you're like <laughs> three people the two other people you're like the third most okay so just remember that so it's, that's it's nice can, to be in the top three it's in the top three of people who recently messaged me on twitter uh, so <laughs> well leaving know. aside the two people who were out of town yes they they were so top five were, i mean that's that's pretty good yeah, well, top ten because there was other people that I thought of, just but I just couldn't. And then there were those se- you, you seven people you lost their numbers. Yeah, people you blocked because they tried to touch you. Okay, top thirty. That's still pretty good. Yeah, top hundred, something yeah. like that. But you're in there now, Rob. Well done. And thank uh, you for being with us. Now, Rob, you're on another podcast. Is that correct? Uh, not right now, but yes. <laughs> He's good in it. You're podcasting two two different shows at once. Well, I'm that good. Yeah. It's that good. So what's this other show you occasionally podcast about? Um, I'm usually on the boss wave. Boss, 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 boy, 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 Occasionally is uh, is is released. Yeah, what's what's up with the release schedule, Rob, of the boss wave? Um, well, 
Everybody yeah. wants to know. Everybody's just like I walked down the street the other day and just went, "What's up with the Bossway release schedule?" I went, "I don't know. <laughs> Who are you?" And well, annoyingly, all of the other people on the Bossway seem to have like social lives and stuff. So yeah, are... tends to get in the way. Mm. That's pretty rude of people to have like actual lives that get in yeah. their virtual and, like, lives. They, they like take time out to look after the kids and stuff. It's Ugh. just it's kids not are gross. the worst. Gross. Yeah. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. Um, yeah, well, there you go. So we're going to manage without Stu. Um, but obviously, because Stu isn't here, uh, this gives us a free license to insult Stu as much as we like. So uh, I figured we'd do a roundtable. But we're not going to say anything about his scrotum. His scrotum is off the table. That's just too yeah, personal. That's too personal. And also, it's it's a birth defect. We're not actually you know. putting Stu's scrotum on a table, Duchess. Calm down. He can't help, you know, it's supposed to be that size for him. But anyway. I find, so, I find it hard to believe you restrict how much you mocks you when he is here. Oh, we have to. He'd start crying and we'd never get yeah. the show done. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it, the, the show is massively edited because usually they're four hours long and three hours of it is just us. Oh, is, is that why it's a week between you recording it? Yeah, I don't it understand yeah. how that would end up with us having a two and a half hour show, though. If it was four hours long and three of us taking the piss out of Stu and he I cuts out. I don't do the math. <laughs> right That's, i just yeah I, I just you know i just turn up That's so right. uh, anyway does maybe you should any... turn down turn down for what you got you got any more sound effects you nope that's it i'm all out of sound effects that's good all right because uh, well, we have to pay every time every time you use the sound effect we have to pay the people that are yeah, i have to pay Stu every time i use this beep, 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 beep. indeed do you know crazy. that we got an email uh, of somebody imitating that sound effect? Yes, that's awesome. Uh, so I'm going to forward you that email. Sweet. No, Duke, when, I, when in the, the tab fucking loads. Let's all talk about the real reason why Robin Brown is on the show tonight. Because I keep getting fucking tab crashes, right? And I, this was just a big excuse for, to get Rob on so he can tell me why my fucking, like, internet's going mad. Um, so, Rob, discuss. So you mean you mistakenly thought that because I was in an element of IT, I knew about hardware? You, you, yes, yes, you do web things. So, yes. Rob, tell me why, why I, I come on. Well, so today, my my belief is you've been looking at too much porn. That's the, that's never a, an accurate statement. You can never look at too much porn, Rob. <laughs> never enough. Um, right. Okay. Anybody? Anybody got a story? Anything? Um, I watched Shaun of the Sheep, the movie, recently. My favorite oh, sheep, time. Yeah. It's story story. Story, story time. That's, That's a good movie. Yeah, I liked it. With the, with the barber and the yeah. haircut. Mr. X. It's yeah. cool. And I we've been watching Adventure Time, and that meant that I got to understand, finally, where Boss Wave got one of their sound effects from. Yeah, I've never watched Avengers Time. Pretty much all of that stuff came from I was set. playing it, but you talked over it. Let me play it again. Oh. Who wants to play video games? It's Bimo, who's the coolest character on the whole show. Yeah. Bimo Top, if this were a real attack, you'd be dead. Yeah. Also, uh, <clears throat> I found... So, on the show, there's a character named Jake, the dog, who is magical and he can change his shape and size, whatever he wants. And at one point, he's making pancakes with a special ingredient. And I found the song, which is awesome. And then I realized someone did a remix with a Jay-Z song on it. Baking pancakes, making bacon pancakes. Take some bacon and I'll put it in a pancake. Baking pancakes, that's what it's gonna make. Bacon pancakes. 
making pancakes, making bacon pancakes. That was a pretty good mix. Mm, so. Pretty good. The voice, the voice of Bender and Marcus Phoenix. It is, no doubt. John DiMaggio, man, he's an awesome sound guy. Do you reckon he ever turns up to work and just gets the wrong voice for the wrong... Ah, uh, no one on notice. It'll be fine. Yeah. And it's yeah. a lot of other good comedians in it, too. It's got Maria Bamford in Adventure Time and Emo Phillips and uh, other people, too. It's a good show. So other than uh, just talking about what we watched in the week, does anybody else have any in- interesting stuff? Uh, Rob, did you, anything go on ever? Uh, no, that's sort of why I was available for this show. <laughs> right. <laughs> good. I've, I've yeah, I was, I was kayaking in the Arctic, and uh, a bear attacked me. <laughs> I've been... Um, I've been putting uh, pictures in frames. That's oh, pretty much yeah. what I've been doing all day. Uh, I'm continuing the quest of man jobs, you see. Uh, yeah. So, you know, this whole, like, I, I think I said last week, if somebody came into my house to rob it, they, they would leave because they didn't think anybody lived there. So I, I just made it my mission to, like, buy frames, put things in frames, you know, not get picky. Just went, I don't know who that picture is of. Just put it in and put it on the wall. Um, and, and that's pretty much it, really. Uh, how's Christmas going for everyone? This is going to be the last show before Christmas. Yeah, it's been great. Um, Don't all talk I've at once, sent- Duke. <laughs> Y'all got real quiet real fast. Okay. Uh, uh, Christmas? Uh, Christmas, yeah. It's been good. Uh, uh. No Christmas stories? You didn't fall over into the tree? Or well, we don't have a tree. A little robin or something? or. Whatever, I don't know. No. The fact that I'm married to like a, you know, both of us are kind of like Zen Buddhist, you know, detachment from reality, like material things, meh. That works out real well for me because I don't have to go shopping. I don't have to worry about, you know, returning stuff. It's a good excuse to have. Mine is just that I'm a bit miserable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, I recommend signing up with this belief system. Yeah, it does sound quite appealing, Duke, I have to say. It's very nice. Now, it doesn't always work out with other people because it's like, you know, if everybody in, in a group, you know, exchanges gifts and then I'm a, I'm like, I'm going to give you the gift of nothingness. They're like, fuck you, cheapskate, which I am. <laughs> it happens to coincide, but it's not the reason. <laughs> yes. For my yeah. lack of joy in the season. Indeed, but mostly yeah. I'm just, I like playing Christmas music like Christmas and Hollis. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Could be worse. You could be one of those people who like gives gives someone a gift where it's like you've said, "Oh, I've donated some money to charity on your behalf." Oh, I do that all the time. That's just evil. Yeah. Well. Whatever. You don't need more <laughs> crap. That's true. I don't actually. But this family in Africa needs a goat. Do they? <laughs> well, they presumably want one. How do you know? Did you ask them? Yeah, I did. Like, I sent a no, survey out. Dear Africa, no, do you want a goat? And they were like, yes, no, please. stop sending us goats. Send, <laughs> send us PlayStation. Does the goat want a family in Africa? Yeah, yeah. that's true. The goat's like, I'm so lonely. I was happy in Wales. <laughs> now I'm in, in Africa. Right, okay. No one's happy uh, in Wales. No one's happy in Wales. It's true. These uh, right, knives, let's man. Let's talk about oh, these video. these knives, man. It's really... I, a so goat I, climbing you know a ladder. What? You know what, Stu? Uh, take the show back, please. No. Uh, <laughs> video games. We need to talk about those before yes. we carry on. Let's do that. Are you seriously talking about video games? How what dare you? Play what you play is. What you play is. What you play is. What you play is. 
I want to know what's going on with Stu's Fitbit Pebble thing. Oh, God. Please, God. No, you don't. No, you <laughs> I really don't. What's going on with I that? couldn't give less Jesus of a shit. Jesus Christ. As our guest, Robin Brown, please start the show with what you've been playing. Yeah. Um, com- completely Final Fantasy XV. That's all I've been playing. Oh, it's baby. a pleasure having you on, Robin. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Final Fantasy. So this how, is a PS4 how... exclusive, is it? Uh, no, I no. don't think so. Oh, no. no, no, no. Okay. Fair no, enough. It's Xbox as well. Uh-huh. So how shit is it, Rob? I Well, there are definitely shit elements. There's right. loads right. of jank in there. That The combat in particular, there's some really awkward bits in there. But okay. for some reason, I still kind of like it. Right. Um, I, there's there's a quite a lot of nostalgia in there. You, you end up just sort of thinking back to things like Final Fantasy VII. Oh, also, yeah. while playing it, you think about how they can use the mechanics that they've got in the game in the Final Fantasy VII remake, mm-hmm. which could be really cool. Um, so this whole thing is like a teaser for the remake of a game from 20 years ago. Kind of. <laughs> Certainly, it wasn't initially. I mean, like when you're driving around in your car, you can have like the radio playing the old Final Fantasy soundtrack. Yes. So you're just like driving along, listening to Final Fantasy VII soundtrack. That's anyway. awesome. But yeah, I mean, it's it is it's just kind of a lot of fun being in this kind of weird, like completely different world. I mean, I've I, I said before on the boss when I was talking about how like um, it seems like all all fantasy worlds seem to be built on the same kind of thing. So either like the same post-apocalyptic thing or the the same yeah. like Tolkien-esque thing, whereas this is completely different. I mean, the, the Japanese tend to do that kind of stuff where they just it's all completely out there stuff that you've never seen before so they they, they, they don't follow a formula you would say well no other than the actual the sort of final fantasy formula of putting chocobos and moogles and a guy called sid in there yeah is that is that a thing the final fantasy sid yeah 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 um, there's always a guy called sid for some reason really there's always a guy with blonde spiky hair (laughs) yeah usually yeah I gotta be honest. This what I'm looking at now on the stream is a bunch of people pushing a car down a street. I've seen that in games before. That doesn't seem totally unusual. I just thought Need for Speed got really bad. <laughs> so what is that? Is that the opening mission or something? The um, learning yeah, the well, that, that's like the very opening of the game where they yeah. like they're, I think they're playing some music in the background, and I think at some point the actual title of the game comes up. Ah. That, that that's not a continuing thing that you have to do. I would hope not. I, I, I thought this was how you got around. You just pushed the car. <laughs> that one yeah. guy has a pretty easy time of it sitting behind the wheel. Push <laughs> faster! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the No Man's Sky came out and went, "How can we slow the whole process down?" <laughs> you know, yeah. let's let's push a car. Uh, so what what do you like about Final Fantasy? Like what what stands out for you, Rob? Um, I think I've always been a fan of like these kind of open world games, and this having this quite large open world which is completely different from from a lot of other things that you see um kind of mixing the future elements with past stuff as well and got magic in there and there's just i don't know i I kind of i suppose like the fantasy element of it the fact that it is is so different there you go there's the title just showed up there it is did you ever play sacred 2 i didn't know because that was a game that had an open world and mixing um magic and fantasy stuff I wondered yeah. how it compared. People out there listening, how does Final Fantasy 15 compare to Sacred 2? Well, I compared it kind of like The Witcher, but with less sort of, it's probably less story, really. Mm. There's, um, 
there's there's not quite as much story, and certainly when you compare it to like the old Final Fantasies, yeah. Final Fantasy VII had all kinds of sprawling story that went off in different directions. Yeah. This doesn't have that much of that. I think I'm quite close to the end of it. Um, yeah, I heard it's not very surprisingly little. Um, well, I've I've put in about eighty odd hours. Yeah, I heard it's not very long, Rob. <laughs> yeah, eighty hours, man. That's, oof, that's nothing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if I'd mainlined the story, I could have probably got through it quite quick. So, so yes. is it is it the same kind of open world like we see in a Bethesda game, where you have like, you know, storylines that sort of shoot off this way and that, and you have a quest journal and you can choose to pursue those if you want? Yeah, kind of. I mean, a lot of the stories aren't particularly in depth. It's like yeah. you'll you'll meet someone who's doing like scientific research into frogs, and you've got to go off and find a bunch of frogs. Yeah. And then once you find them, you go back to her, and then she'll give you <laughs> another sorry. mission. I'm she's sorry, doing. Rob. There, you can't you can't let that one go. Game what of the year. The what the fuck was that? Game of the year. <laughs> With yes. the frogs. Yes. Yeah, frog the... They should have frog. mini game of the year. I think that's the mini game of the year: collecting frogs. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of those kind of weird missions where you just got to go off and just do. Oh, that's not a weird one. That's like a normal one, is it? Oh, kind of. And there's good. You're going off saving chocobos and. What's the easiest thing you've done in the game, Rob? Um, I'm not sure. There's a lot of weird enemies I had to uh, fight. Um, yeah, not totally sure, because it all sort of melds into one. And let's say for the benefit of those who don't know, a chocobo is like a flamingo with a fluffy chicken head. And the fact that you're breeding those and that's not the weirdest thing in the game, well, yes. that says something about the Final Fantasy world, doesn't it? Well, you don't actually even have to breed them. You rent oh. them in this game. Oh, I see. All right. That's that's a whole new thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's a yeah. whole different thing. Um, so, you know, these like, because oh, all I know about Final Fantasy 15 is like you drive around a bit and you see these big enemies. Can you kill those, or do they just background stuff, or, or do no, you have to you, level yourself up to, to get back to those? Or you can kill more stuff. Um, the some enemies are at the higher level that you you got to go back to, but there's not that many of them to be honest. They're usually in certain areas, or you'll have certain missions that'll tell you what level you need to be to go and do them. Um, so yeah, most of the stuff in the main world you shouldn't have really have a problem with. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk about the characters, Rob, because I'm just seeing four people that I have. I want nothing to do with. <laughs> I've, um, I've heard good, good things about the camaraderie about these yeah, characters. Yeah, they're, they're not too bad. I mean, like, I don't know if it's better in Japanese. One of them's got a quite annoying English accent, um, where I get the feeling the actor probably wasn't English. Um, but yeah, it, they, they feel a bit more like real people than some of the uh, previous games. I think. I never really played Final Fantasy XIII. I suppose I only really played the ones on the, the PS1. Right. But, um, yeah, they, they, they do come across as, yeah, a, a group of mates. That, and you, do you, do you like them, though? Them. Because they look like douchebags to me. But are, are <laughs> they quite likeable after a while? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's about it, yeah. There's, no, there's, there's not do you too think, much I'll, to This it. is a question for you. Do you think that I would like them? Probably not. Right. Do you play as all of them, or do you just play as one of them? No, you only you only play as like the main character, and I mean, I suppose you you did that in the in the previous games as yeah. well. But um, when you in the combat system, you still only play as the main character, which oh. is one of the problems I've got with the combat system because okay. you you don't really have any control over them other than like when you you can select to use certain I think they call them techniques, but it's like power ups or whatever. Yeah. Um, that you can use at certain points when a like a bar's filled up. Um, but otherwise they'll, they'll just go off and just attack them. So if they've got like a sword that 
does fire damage and you're fighting something that heals with fire, then they'll just keep healing it. Ugh. And you can't really stop them from doing that. That's which sucks. means, I mean, you can equip them with magic, but I never do because they'll just use it in the wrong at the wrong time. In some oh. ways, I, I'd actually prefer it if they had more kind of like things where they try to make it more action oriented, and I'd prefer it where if you actually just had more menus where you had to. I was going to say, what magic the past, to use and stuff like that. Right, in the past, Final Fantasy is known for kind of turn-based combat, but they've not doing, they're not doing that this time? No, I mean, there's what they call active mode and weight mode, and weight mode's pretty much exactly the same as active, except if you're not pressing anything, it will pause. Um, and then you can sort of figure out what you're going to do next. Um, in, in active mode, if you hold down like the right trigger, it will um, it'll pause it, and then you can pick items that you want to use. And I, I kind of wish they'd done that for magic and things as well, because magic is now just an equippable item, and it's limited as well. You like you can pick it up, um, or those, these little rocks that will give you the elements, and you can pull down so many of them. And you've got to build your spells before you use them, and it's re- only really three, like fire, electricity, and water, or ice. And so, yeah, th- that sort of takes me out. I, I kind of wish they'd done that a bit better. Also... Um, when you're using those spells, it'll go off over a fairly wide area, which means you can end up like burning your teammates, which is a bit stupid. And even if you don't, because they'll be running and attacking the bad guys with you when you never told them to. That's because so, they're loose yeah. cannons. You can't hold them back. Pretty much. They got minds of their own. So you must be thinking pretty highly of this game, Rob, if you're, if you're pouring 80 hours into this. Well, I mean... We, we know that how I work with games, so it's, I yeah. It's, yeah, it's similar to the how I do it as well, isn't it? Yeah. like you just play through it until it's done. I'll, I'll get my money's worth, so I'll, I'll play through everything. But I, I, yeah, to be honest, I I am really enjoying it. Like it's got all kinds of negatives mm. with things like the combat system, but somehow you kind of fight through it, and then it sort of becomes not a problem. You just figure out ways of getting around it. It's it sounds like the, the the problems with your teammate your your group mates, squad mates don't overwhelm the general fun of the game. Kind of. I mean, it's, I suppose if you think of something like Skyrim. Yeah. Where like the... the, the uh, What's the that game? <laughs> it's from Bethesda. It came out, mm-hmm. I don't know, last mm-hmm. year or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I played it a couple of hours. Right. <laughs> Especially if you've got like a, a squad member or a teammate running around with you in Skyrim, you've really got to sort of take that into account to yeah. get around all of the issues that will come up because they're not the smartest. Yeah. And it's, it's sort of a similar kind of thing. You just have to work with the systems you've got and figure it out. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you're sort of just looking at it in the in the video that's showing it. I mean, it, there's not necessarily a lot out there that looks like it. No. No, it's, it's certainly the first Final Fantasy game that I've looked at and gone, maybe I can dip into this. Um, yeah. And I, I wonder I've if never that's really thought that about Final Fantasy. I wonder if that's part of the part why it's um, it possibly doesn't have as much story. And I think possibly they spent too much time on the visuals, maybe, and then didn't have enough left to. Um, I suppose all of these kind of bigger games, really, yeah, they're, they're going to have to have more visual elements and more action, which means you can't have quite as much story as you did in the old ones, where it was just a, a painted background. Okay. So the, the potential game of the year? Um, well, we just did our game of the year show, actually. And I think oh, well, it, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> it was on my list, though. I can't say that. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, and and you played nothing else? Nope, that's it. All right, get off the show then, Rob, please. <laughs> what, what's the point? This is fucking useless. Get you on here. Yeah, really. What do you like? Game. You know anything to say? Video game. Me and Duke have played like about ten each. What are yeah, you really. Playing? Uh, right, Duke, go for it. So, Rocket League, I played that ten times. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have a little story to tell about Rocket League, actually, because okay. I was playing today, and this guy, he scored on us early on, and I was fine. And then his teammate goes, nice shot, but he spelled it S-A-H-O-T, so it was like, nice sahat. And I wrote, yeah, it was a great Sahat. And then my teammate was like, ooh, it was one of the best Sahats I've ever seen. So the rest of the game, we're like just constantly, like when we scored, it was like, oh, that was a lucky Sahat. And he eventually he just went from like, you know, shut up to like, you motherfuckers, you inbred piece of shit. I'm like, hey, man, it, that hits me like a Sahat to the head, you know. Like he just he got so mad about it. I was like, dude, you need to calm down. If you make a typo, you gotta own it. Like there's nothing else you can do. It's just ridiculous. So that was fun. Um, yeah, and I'm almost to legend status. And uh, yeah, so Rocket League continues to be awesome. I tried out the new Dota. Ooh, this is exciting because this is news. There's been new stuff. It's not that exciting. Uh, it's it's exactly like the old Dota, except you can buy stuff before the round begins. Ah, my glob. It's amazing. Is that in-game currency or real money? Oh, of course it's in-game currency. Oh, my glob. So for those who don't know, Dota 2, you start off with like... It's not 500. It might be 1,000 gold. I don't know. 750 maybe. Anyway, you start off with a certain amount of gold. Everybody does. And you get more gold if you choose a random hero to play as. Um, yeah, less gold if you repick your hero or whatever. I don't know exactly how it works, how much you start out with. But anyway, the idea is that everybody starts off as a zero-level character, and then or level one, I guess. And then you, as you go through the game, part of the strategy is to get last hits on the enemy mobs that you fight and whatever, whatever. The point is, the HUD's been streamlined. It looks a little better. There's apparently a new hero, and you can buy stuff before the match. And as far as I can tell, that's pretty much all there is to this 7.0 update, which was supposedly going to be like the biggest deal ever. It's not a very big deal from what I can tell. It's like yeah, a whole I looked new at, game. I looked at look, a, a screenshot from... One game, one update to the other, and it looked, I don't know, it looked the same to me. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the thing. They can't me. they can't tweak it too much because, you know, people have come to expect a certain game, and if they change it a great deal, then people are going to be upset. So instead, they change it a little bit and pretend like it's a huge change. And people still presumably get upset. People probably get upset. I haven't really been paying attention. I had to unsubscribe from the Dota 2 Reddit. I should have unsubscribed from the Overwatch Reddit because everything that gets posted is like, here's this amazing thing that happened. And then I watch it. I'm like, I don't understand what happened. And then I'm like, okay, I guess I'll upvote it. I don't is that know. Overwatch you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I get a lot. I see a lot of that on, on Reddit where i just like, oh, check this out. Don't get it. Don't <laughs> right. understand. And Rocket League is the same. I mean, not the same way because I know what's going on in Rocket League, but it's always like the most improbable triple flip over the shoulder lucky bounce thing and then it's like oh scored it's like yeah i okay uh, that's what everybody wants to see is incredibly lucky shots all right whatever mm-hmm. so anyway um yeah and then i uh did a little minecraft 
because eh, I don't remember why. Just decided to go back. You just do. Who just knows do. why? They Who knows what makes my brain do certain things? Everybody but the game knows. I've been playing the most is Titanfall 2. Ah. Yes. Dopamine, multiplayer right, or single yes, player? Thing. Sorry, I've got to do my stew part for the show. Yeah. Have you been pl- have you played the multiplayer or the single? Because your single player is good, you know. People would say it's fucking great. He's <laughs> suddenly Scottish. Uh, no, it's all multiplayer. And I figured out a little bit about ah, networks. What are you doing? You got to play. It's freaking great. I figured out how to have a better chance of winning because there's, for instance, there's different networks. We could set up our own for VG Hub, but there wouldn't be anybody in it, so there's really no point. But there is, for instance, a Reddit network, right? So it's kind of like a chat room. There's a bunch of people in that chat room. But the nice thing is you can invite everybody in that network. Let's say there's 100 people on at once. You can say, hey, everybody in this chat room, be on a team with me for a game of you know, team deathmatch or whatever it is. And then suddenly you have a team that's coordinated and, I mean, not super coordinated, but, you know, it's like people dedicated to, you know, playing together rather than just a bunch yeah. of random people who have no connection whatsoever. There's so, already a VG Hub network, by the way. Oh, there is? Yeah. Mark oh, my God, why set. haven't I started it? Why haven't I joined it? I'm uh, stupid. Greg set it up. Oh, so. thank you, Greg. Well, Sorry, thank picked- you, Mark, for letting me know. I'm going to subscribe to it right now. I did just pick this up myself on the, in the sale. Oh, sweet. Oh, yeah. PC well, was, or um, PS4. Oh. See, I don't think we have cross-platform. Oh. Great. Oh. I might as well be what dead. A way to kill the conversation. Yeah, really. Well, I, I probably wouldn't be playing in multiplayer anyway. I, oh. I picked it up for the single-player campaign, actually. Yeah. But you could play with multiplayer, and then maybe oh, you'll yeah, fall you in totally love with it. Single-player, up because I heard it's great. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Just... What Stu said. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, but it's it's the funny thing though. I I'm always in last place. Like it's really pathetic. Like I can't. Hey, dude, I just want to check that you're recording, right? Yes, I am recording, and you are right <laughs> to check. Thank you. Great. Yes. Awesome. Um, but it's 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 ridiculous because you know I'm slowing down and that's helping a little bit. But then when I slow down, people show up behind me and take me out, and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> What's the way that? There's no easy way to just quickly get better at this game. You have to be aware of what's around you all the time. And yeah, it's really so in kind terms of, weird. of like before this came out. How how much was you playing Rocket League in your spare time? Like in your game time. So like what? 80%? Yeah, probably. And now it's so like now, 50. It was 50 yeah. and this is like taking over what 40 and 10 other stuff or what? Um yeah. You know, Minecraft, uh, a little bit of Dota, like I said. You 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 get into Titanfall too, then? I am getting into it, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is, I feel like I'm getting a little stronger. It's not like Rocket League. Rocket League felt kind of like Go. Like for those who don't know, I play the board game Go, and when I first started, I sucked. But the reason I liked it is because I very quickly felt myself getting stronger. Rocket League wasn't quite the same, although when I got that controller, it definitely pumped me up a few levels. And also discovered the double jump. The double jump was very helpful, <laughs> yes. So, it was the type of thing where it was like, I, again, I could, you know, and now I'm at a point where I'm like, yes, and maybe I am getting stronger at Titanfall without realizing it because I am learning, you know, different things to do and I'm getting attacked and all that. But it's a Twitch shooter and there's not a whole lot of stuff you can do in a Twitch shooter other than learn to Twitch better. Yeah, so. yeah I, do, I do remember the very first time I played it, like with, within about five seconds, some twat stabbed me in the face. Yeah, well, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm searching for VG Hub, and Which, I don't see VG Hub. If I VG remember Hub. right, that, that twat was Chinny. Yeah. Oh, right. 
Well, oh yeah, yeah, I do remember. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. It ain't no yeah. VG Hub on the PC. If there's a hub, then if there's a network for VG Hub, I don't see it. Well, Greg said it up, so presumably it's Xbox, isn't it? Boo! Way to go, Greg. Way to get my hopes up. Hey, I have a way to customize my Titan that I haven't done. Ion kit. My laser core lasts longer. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so I've been Anything playing else? that. Um, not really. Uh, Brilliant. Said Minecraft. No, that's it. Great. All right. Well, I've been playing uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Multiplayer uh, or single player? Single player. Uh, that game's all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that game's all right. That game's all right. You know when like you play a game and you can't really shoot people in the face because it's like a like a like Deus Ex like a stealthy game. It's like hey, you know you could shoot people but just don't because you know we need to extend the time of this game. So I played that and then I'm, now I'm playing Call of Duty where you shoot hey shoot everyone in the face right. Yeah. If it's got a face shoot it. Um. If you see a rock that kind of looks like a face, shoot that. But be careful That's it doesn't cool. bounce the bullet back at you. Yeah. Well, if it's got, if it looks like a face, then he's probably got multiple, like, angles on the on the surface, and it'll ricochet. Anyway, we're going off topic. Call of Duty is uh, is is all right. Uh, it's it kind of takes a weird turn. So the, the last last week when I played it, I played the sort of couple hours of it, and um, yeah. You know, it's 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 okay. It it, it was fine, and then it, it split up into like main quests, side quests, and uh, like aerial flying quests. All right, and it it was weird. It it, it had a galactic map. You know, like Mass Effect, it's got the galactic map, but it's just this not a galactic one though. It's just a solar system map. Yeah, and it's like hey. You know, you just go anywhere you want, and then here's the main mission, and there's like about four of those. But you know, there's all these side missions to distract you, and I thought these side missions were going to be a bit shit. Uh, and then I played them, and they were all right. They you have disguises, and uh, there's like stealth missions, and there's ones where you fly through space, uh, and, oh. like you float through space, and then you get into a thing, and then you fly out. And so it's sorry, it's like an open world then, but with side it's, missions. It's it's kind of it's like an open world like Mass Effect's an open world okay, where you're in you're in a ship and then you and then you just sort of pick where you want to go. Huh. Uh, and then yeah, and then there's a clear main quest and then there's side quests. And the benefit of doing the side quests are um, you've got like a hit list in your office. You're the captain of the ship and you have a hit list of all these different people that you got to kill. Yeah. Um, so that's that you know to get more people off that and you get perks so you get more like weapons and perks. Uh, that then that you might do um, uh, then you know the rather than going for so you might like upgrade this gadget or get another gun or whatever yeah. um, so you know there's there are benefits to it and then you got the main quest which is usually a big story quest uh, where you go in um, the the story wasn't going the way I thought it was going to go where mm. you know like there's this guy and he fucking hates robots and guess what. You've got a robot on your team, Dude, right? And I'm like, well, we're not going to get on. The conflict. Right? And then I thought it was going to go down this road of like, oh, fuck that. You know, it was going to be a big climax. But robot then the killed mission, my father. Then the next mission, he was like, that robot's all right. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's all right. I was like, yeah, okay. Well, I've robot. seen the light. 
Did the robot save his life, and then he, he grew no, a no, grudging no, see, respect for him. That's what I thought. That's the, sort of, the robot does save your life, but not really. I mean, he sort of just picks you up. You know what I mean? Like he's not like saving your life. He's just sort of just you know gets you back on your feet. And after that, the um, the, the guy just says, "Hey, you know, we should bring him all the time. Like he's all right, <laughs> uh, and and he can he can sit on the outside of the ship. Like who gives a fuck?" Uh, so yeah, it, that that was strange that it didn't go like that. Uh, the, there are things that happen, you know, people die off or whatever, and you're supposed to care, um, but you don't, obviously, because it's Call of Duty and no one cares about the characters in Call of Duty. Um, I hear Jon Snow's not particularly very good. Sorry again? I hear Jon Snow's not particularly very good. I, I've got no attachment to Jon Snow. To me, he's just a man with long hair with a scar on his face, so I don't really know him from Game of Thrones, um, so I, I don't... Uh, he's, to me, he's just sort of like a bad dude. He's not partic- he's, He doesn't really particularly stand out for me or anything. Uh, he's not in it very much either. He's sort of he's a lot of he's on the TV a lot. Do you know what I mean? Going, we will now bow down to the blah 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 blah, and this is the final blah blah blah. Uh, actual quote from <laughs> from the uh, from you know from the game. So yeah, it it it, it was okay. Uh, and, and then you, you play these missions, and there's one mission that was pretty good. It's an asteroid heading towards the sun. Uh, by the way, the whole science of the game, I, I've just completely ignored because it was driving me mad that we went on Europa and the gravity was the same on Europa as it was on Earth. Right? They just sort of ran on and everything was hunky dory. Um, so that drove me mad. And then they went on the moon, right? And because we know the moon and we've seen people walk on the moon, if you want to believe that, uh, you know, and and they bounce around and stuff. So so it felt like there's a mission on the moon and you bounce around and I go, ah, okay, they're doing a bit of gravity stuff. So Not only do we know the moon, we like the moon! We also like the moon. Because it is close to us! Sorry. Don't ever play that again. <laughs> so the, so, so because I feel like, because we know how humans move on the moon, it had to acknowledge that in the game. Right. So there's a mission on the moon So and, and you walk like, you know, like, the astronauts did uh, when they walked on on the moon, um, and then like you go in a building, and then this whole I can I can buy this whole like hey now turn the gravity on when you're in a building and it goes <laughs> like that okay fine, but the, the you know the, this whole notion of like other planet like we go on I've gone on asteroids uh, we go on like a few other planets a few moons and shit whatever. And the gravity is just all over the place. So, like, they acknowledged it on the moon because we know what that's like. But everywhere else, we just went, ah, fuck it. It's kind of like Earth. And there was this asteroid that was spinning really fast. So, like, you know, it, the, the, the day and night cycle was really, really fast. And because it was so close to the sun, you couldn't go out in the day because it would burn your face. Uh, kind of like Turkey. And, it, you know, it's it's just, like, really hot. And you had to run. So when it, when it was dark, you just run. And, and that was pretty good. I liked that. That was interesting. But again, the gravity and the science was complete. So I just had to switch my brain off uh, about that whole thing because it was really bothering me. Um, and and I don't know. It's fine. It's it, you, there's zero G combat in it. There's um, flying spaceships in it, which it, it isn't too bad. It's like really dumbed down and easy, uh, but it's not too bad. And uh, you know, there's there's pretty great set pieces. I I like it. It's like a big space opera in the solar system. And it doesn't take place on all these planets that you don't know. It takes place 
on planets that you recognize, you know, that, that you're familiar with and, and horizons that you're familiar with. And it goes to the sun and it goes to Pluto all over the place. So I, I actually really like it. You know, the, the thing about Mass Effect is when you get out of our solar system, they sort of just make it up uh, yeah. and, and whatever whatever these like planets and solar systems look like. So with this one, at least it was recognizable and you can sort of re- in some sense relate to the to the images in front of you you know like this is cool now we can see saturn because we're on saturn's moon blah 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 so it's all right it's it's a good call of duty i have to say cool and where does it rank among all the different calls of duty i think four is the best yeah i think black ops sorry two is probably next to that and then maybe black ops one yeah, I like Black Ops uh, 1. I never played Call yeah. of Duty 2. Maybe I did. I Black stopped after Black Ops 1. Yeah. Black Ops 1 is the one like... where I stopped caring. I think I was the last yeah. single player I played, yeah. Uh, Modern Warfare 3 was the one where I just went, I'm th- I think I'm done <laughs> with Call of Duty. Um, yeah, I, I think Modern Warfare 2 is up there. You know, So there's a few before it, but uh, the, you know, the last five years of Call of Duty have been shady. You know? yeah. And I think this one... I, I think I liked Advanced Warfare with Kevin Spacey, but I, I like this one as well. I think this is probably better than that one. Um, it's just got more... It's just a bit more, uh, I don't know, colourful. It's a bit more, it's a bit more to it, you know. It's a bit, bit more, uh, Timeful. a bit more Titanfall in it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's just like Advanced Warfare. It seems really bland when I think about it. You know, it just, just all I think about is like exosuits, the colour grey, and and you know, Kevin Spacey. That's all I think about. Whereas this one, you know, it, it's a bit more exciting. It's, it, it, I just feel like it's a bit richer than the other ones yeah. and, and memorable. Um, so yeah, you know, it's all right. So if you've got it and it's just one of those games and you're dirty thirty, uh, yeah, look forward to it. It's all right. It's a good game. Word. Call of Duty. It's all right. Chinny, veteran gamers. Um, I haven't tried the zombies. I haven't tried the multiplayer. I plan to do that at some point next week. But you know, Christmas and shit. So. Is there anything that's special that. about the zombies this year? So was it? It's, was, it's all was set in. I don't know what the last one was, but this one's all set in like the 80s. Well, I don't remember uh, them having the zombies in non-Treyarch games, because I, I thought no, zombies was the, the first, purview it's just the first of... time they've done zombies in an Infinity Ward Yeah, Because game. the last one had a lot of famous people in, didn't it? I think it was Jeff Goldblum one, was I, in the last one, wasn't it? I, mm. I, I, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fess up here, Rob. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't really fucking care either. Uh, because I think Zombies is an overrated game mode. I said it. Yeah, me too. I said it. I thought it was all right in um, World at War. You know, when they introduced it, I thought this is okay. As I'd be like, hey, let's throw this in. Fuck it. Yeah, um, pretty much. I mean, you know, is there any reason not to, according to the calculus of the, you know, game developers? What do you mean? Sorry. Well, is there a reason for them not to do it? You know what I mean? It, it gives them one more selling point. Like, you're getting value oh, yeah. for money. Yeah, Look at that. The reason not to do it is because if they don't, people will shout at them. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, they do, they do provide quite a lot of content. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Those games. So, and they always put, like, mad Easter eggs in, in these zombie things. You know what I mean? Like, if you do this and this and the line this, you know, you've got that. Uh, apparently, it's, it's called Spaceland. Zombies in Spaceland. Okay. Uh, that sounds yeah, like an opera. It transports you to back in time to the 1980s amusement park, complete with wild attractions, uh, an awesome arcade, and a funky, functional roller coaster. It's all new zombies co-op experience, new gameplay. It brings brand new team mechanics, 
the Afterlife Arcade, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, you're in some sort of uh, theme park in the 80s. I do remember playing the Zombies one. I think it was, it was probably Blops, actually. But right. uh, And I did. I realised I didn't understand it. Because I think yes. was it, you could um, fix up like boards on windows to cover them up. Correct. And Correct. doing that gave you money. But I didn't realise that because it tells you how much money you would get. But I thought that was how much money you'd cost. I don't understand how you get paid money for putting boards on a door. Well, you don't live in the zombie apocalypse, Rob, so you can't comment on how realistic that was, I'm afraid. I don't understand how you can not understand how you get money from yeah. putting boards on windows. I can't count to how small your brain is right now, Every Robbie. time I put a board on my window, I get money. That's how I pay my rent. Shit. Put boards on, yeah. take them off. Put them on, take I them need, off. If I need some food, I'll just board up some window. Hey, Chinny, this uh, roller coaster, was it a roller coaster of love? No. Okay. So that <laughs> song reminds me of Beavis and Butter Do America. Well, exactly. That's where it's from. It's, it, yeah. Good. Roller coaster. Brilliant. Sorry. <laughs> Would you I rather like play a Beavis and Butter? Let's, talk, let's talk about Beavis and Butter Do <laughs> <New> America. <laughs> I watched that in year seven at school. What a great movie. Yeah. Presumably, you mean you were you were. In, around that age at the time I presume you didn't actually watch it in school <laughs> if you watch that in school that's the best teacher ever no I actually did watch it in school are you serious yep wow that's amazing yep. that's the that's the least educational movie ever made <laughs> so my maths teacher Mr. Burrows was also my form form teacher and everything and it was like sort of I think it might have been Christmas or leading up to the summer break or whatever and he just went, ah, fuck it. I watched this movie the other day. This was pretty funny. And he went, I think it was a 12 or something, and some kids were still 11 in the yeah. class. And he went, ah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> you know, you'll be I was right. like Miss Hoover and The Simpsons. I have nothing more to say to any of you. Let's just want, let's just run out the clock, please. Yeah, that was pretty much it. He was, he was a good teacher, to be honest. He was good. He cared about maths. You know, He really cared that we understand maths um, a little too much. For me, and he looked like Vega from Street Fighter. We all used to say that because he had like really thin dreads. <laughs> he uh, had a claw hand yeah, and a steel and a mask. mask. Yeah, and he stabbed my friend with it. Oh, we <laughs> laughed. Oh my god. What oh, a kidder! What a silly guy. <laughs> Take that, your friend. Uh, I, I do like Mr. Burroughs because I was me and my friend Marsh was teasing this girl called Sarah Massey. You know, because we were eleven. You know, we don't know anything better. And she's a lovely girl. Like, I don't know why we were teasing her, but we were. Uh, and uh, we were teasing her. And then she put up her hand and said, Sir, you want to hear what these guys are saying about me? All right. And he just went, shut up, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I like, uh, I like Mr. Boris. Good stuff. Right, let's so talk about... All of him has been kind of damning, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he, was, was from, he ridiculed he was, a, a student and he showed you Beavis and Butthead. He was banned from the school for like a year and no one knew why. <laughs> and the rumour the rumor has it that he beat up somebody with a baseball bat. Oh my goodness. But rumours are... Make right, a rue out you know. of more. Yes, yes. That's a, well, there you go. Uh, right, should we move on to video game news? I understand there is no news, but okay. Putting news first. Somebody in the chat said, hey, Chinny, talk about Mario. I haven't downloaded the new Mario Run. Has anybody downloaded the new Mario Run? No, I have not. Nope. That's what we like to do. Keep up with the current here. On the <laughs> is this a game. runner game? Like, oh, so this is run? a runner game. So this, yeah. Who cares? This, 
a lot of people care apparently because uh. it has made more. Uh, it's got more. Like, right, hold on. Uh, let's let's start again. Super Mario <laughs> runs past Pokemon Go's download record after the iOS launch yesterday. Uh, this is on. Uh, this was published on the 16th of December. Super Mario Run is doing the business on the App Store, where as uh, it is on track to smash Pokemon Go's record of 5.6 million downloads in three days, according to analytics uh, and analytics, a girl that I used to know uh, <laughs> from Apptopia. What a fucking website that is! God, it's great. Um, Super Mario Run was downloaded almost 2.85 million times on launch day, uh, nearly three times of that of Pokemon Go, which received roughly 900,000 downloads on its launch day. Apptopia uh, records show that Pokemon Go's downloads drastically sped up. Uh, after about three days and received 5.6 million downloads. This is probably due to the fact that Pokemon Go uh, had a more staggered launch across multiple territories, whereas Super Mario Run's release was on the same day worldwide, and Nintendo put a lot of marketing and promoting on its 15th of December launch. Actually, sorry to interrupt, Jenny, but uh, we need to change the information. 5.6 million downloads in three days. Uh, it's had 2.85 million downloads so far. Nope, 2.85 million and one. I just downloaded it. How how many people who downloaded it actually went ahead and bought it afterwards? Yeah, well, because I don't think this you is buy it. It's, it's, it's in. You it's, do. Uh, you do buy it. Yeah. yeah you eventually do? you do because the the, the, the demo uh, is free, which is the first level, uh, and then to, to play the rest of the game, which I've heard isn't a lot. I think it's about six worlds. Yeah. Is um, $10. Well, that's a lot of money for an app. That is a lot of money. One of the reviews that I'm looking at is headline, This isn't Mario! Two out of five stars. <laughs> well, thank God for that. It looks like Mario to me. Yeah. What do I know? I'm just looking looks at it. It's a bit like the, Flappy uh, Bird to me. On the, on the, I'm, I'm looking at the, the reviews on the the ios store now the app store sorry yeah and it tells you how many five stars how many four stars by a little bar next to it and the one star is almost twice as long as the five star yeah so uh a lot of negative um, i think it's high expectations and unrealistic oh, yeah. expectations rather. I think the internet is an awful place robin i think that's what it is <laughs> And uh, people suck, generally. Um, this is a great review. One's, it's two stars. This game is great, only I have many suggestions that seriously brought this game down, Angry Face. Uh, it's, uh, I think it's it's reviewed not too bad, because the well, people are saying it's a good um, like uh, uh, continuous runner. But that's yeah. sort of like being a good disease. I think we should change this show into reading one-star reviews. So, <laughs> okay... This one says, this is headline, overhyped, they've got themselves in the, and then it goes on, I can't say, but then this is the bulk of it. Okay, I get the whole point for Apple and Nintendo is to make money. They're not a charity. Whoever advised them on their monetization, Robin, help me out. Monetization. Thank you. Strategy needs sacking, as the way that they've gone about this is ridiculous. Four very easy teaser levels, and then wham, eight pound. The issue I and comma I think comma most people have is that we've not seen enough of the game. There may be lots of more levels, but they're not as easy as this one. Fuck you, Apple. No, All right, I'm sorry. My favorite is. 
<laughs> this is one headline, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it's great. To me, the real issues is not about money. This game offers too much challenges than any regular Mario games. <laughs> the course design is hard, even for the very basic pink coin. The requirement of collecting all five points to reach the next coin challenge is just unreasonable hard, especially starting from World 2. Also, the control is horrible. I think that person should get a job writing for Kotaku. Yeah, that was uh, Miyamoto that posted that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this other one says, basically, most of the one stars just complain that they think it's free and then they realize they have to pay. Uh, three levels and then they make you pay. I, at first, I thought this game was awesome. And then I found out you got to pay. Oh, God. Did they mention that it was paid when he was on Jim, when Jimmy Fallon lost his shit over it? I don't know. Did he? Yeah, Miyamoto and Reggie were on were on Jimmy Fallon apparently. Yeah, did they did they Fair say enough. it was paid? Did they say it was no a paid? No idea. Game? Never watched it myself. You got to assume that half the people on Jimmy Fallon are paid because I wouldn't go on his show <laughs> for free. Uh, there was one guy hey, named Jay Birdman who gave it. This is the last one I'll review. But he goes, Yo. first of all, as a 30-year-old man, I'm a little embarrassed at how excited I've been for this day to arrive. Since buying my first iPad, I've dreamt about Nintendo making a Mario game for iOS. And then he talks about how great the game is. And then he says, now with all that praise, why did I rate this game one star? In all honesty, it's a five-star game. I'm just hoping enough of these one-star reviews may send Nintendo a message. If what a weirdo. You, that was if reviewed you by a, S. Fowler, uh, anonymous. Uh, if you wanted a Mario game on a tablet, isn't like a Wii U cheaper than an iPad? <laughs> I don't know. I don't what know. a weirdo. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've, I've downloaded it now. I'll give it a go, maybe. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I, I don't know if people are aware of this, but like, you need to sort of pay for things if you want things. Uh, that's kind <laughs> not, of not always. I mean, there's a lot of free MMOs. And there's yes, a lot of free games on the iPad, on the iPhone, and the iOS. Only the devil would want to play those kind of games. <laughs> yeah, well. uh, there's a reason why they're free because they suck. So you get what you pay for. Anyway, uh oh, I'm st- I'm still here. Oh, <laughs> Chenny's gone. What happened to Chenny? Oh, Chenny's dead. Great, Rob. His PC might have died because the uh, Twitch thing the seems to be dying. The stream's dead. As well. Oh, jeez, we're gonna have to keep talking. Should we do more news, or do you want to talk bollocks? Um, what well, I don't know. Have you got news about bollocks? I have news about bollocks. Walking Dead season three on 360 or PS3. Uh. It's going to skip the Xbox 360 and PS3, but there's a way to import your saves, apparently. What? The yeah, walking... well, basically it's not this? going to release on the 360 or the PS3. Oh, 360 or PS3. I was thinking Xbox One and PS4. Okay. Um, so the, it will not be... It will be the first uh, season, Walking Dead season that will not hit the Xbox 360 and PS3, but because Xbox 360 and PS3 is where many played their first two seasons, Telltale needed to figure out a way to help those players bring their save files to modern platforms. The method the developer and publisher has come up with isn't the most elegant, but it should do the job. Your first option is to import the Season 2 save file from the uh, 360 or PS3. Uh, here's how you do that, blah, 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 nobody cares. Um... Da, 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 da. Okay. Back. Oh, thank hey. God he's back. <laughs> I was falling asleep reading this goddamn Walking Dead thing. Jesus. You can import your saves from 
PS3 or Xbox 360. My whole PC crashed, by the way. Oh, jeez. So well, you got it back this, pretty quickly. This, something's going on, Robin. You're a web guy. Help me out. I don't know. Just could, could fix on the my phone, PC, man. Robin. What the fuck? The the hardest thing in the world to do is to fix a PC over the phone. Duke, you are not helping right now. My my greatest achievement in IT was once I'm um, my dad. I managed to get my dad to activate a COM port on his PC over the wow, phone. Wow, that's impressive. I was terrified because he was going through like the BIOS, <laughs> oh, and I God. know what my dad's like. He'd be like, "Oh, this this thing looks like it could be right. I'll do this <laughs> without actually asking me." So I said, "Only do exactly what I yeah, say." Yeah, really. I used to work I for a summer I worked tech support at an internet company in Florida and uh, it was at a time when most people only had one line in their house and so they couldn't use the internet and talk to us on the phone at the same time so we'd always give them a step to do and then like tell them to do it and like call us back if it doesn't work and like they'd call back but they didn't have our name so it would just be like they'd have to start over with someone else and we always prayed that they wouldn't ask for our names before they hung up so it was a, it was a game of like oh let's see if we can get this person to just leave us alone. You horrible person. Dude. We were horrible people. <laughs> um, I think we're back. I think everything's fine. Oh, thank you. Panic. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Oh, fucking PCs, man. I'm sorry. Do you reckon, Rod? Do you reckon, am I going to have to fucking install Windows again and all this shit? Um, I don't know. I mean, that's usually the the, the safe option if you're having problems. But yeah, did you say you'd installed something recently? No, I didn't install anything. But I might have you got a fire stick that has things on it. Like things. like like <laughs> Cody. Like let's just fess up, shall we? Right? And I I'm watching movies that are not that I've not purchased. <gasps> okay. And that seems to have knocked everything. But I don't see why that should affect my PC. It shouldn't. I mean, have, did you download things onto that stick or did you get them from someone else? I bought the stick. The stick has never been in this room. Okay. Hmm. So. No, I mean, you know, sometimes downloading certain things in order to enable a stick to work can cause dodginess to happen on a PC. But I didn't download Look, I gave it to a guy. He did it all. And then yeah. now it's in my house. And it's not even been in this office. Right, right. It's just in the living room. It's probably not that then. Probably uh, not that, is it? I mean, it's just, you know, it's I had piece. problems with crashing because my... Um, my power supply was bad, so it is possibly a hardware issue. But it keeps my tabs keep crashing though as well. Well, I don't know. Fucking maybe, maybe a really stupid question, but have you Googled it? I have actually. Um, here's Google. what I would recommend: Have you tried different browsers? Because I assume you're using yes. Chrome. Yes. And it always and the same thing happens in different browsers. Have you been able to repeat it? That is to say, have you had a website where it always happens? No, it seems to be different. Any any website all the time. Hmm. I would say try post. There's like Reddit's for tech support on the PC. See if you can post a question there and get some advice. Okay, let's move the show along. Because yeah, I'm no, gonna... we want more of Mike's tech corner. <laughs> God. Right. right. Back to this the news. This is going to be a fun Christmas. Right. <laughs> yeah. Get a PC, they said. It'd be great. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, well, actually, very briefly, talking about PC things, I actually had an experience on Final Fantasy XV um, where I started to get to a feel of what it's like with consoles becoming more like PCs um, because I don't have the PS4 Pro, but I do have um, a, a 4K TV with HDR. And obviously all of the old, all of the old PS4s are supposed to have HDR. And Final Fantasy XV apparently supports that. 
But I activated it. it, looked really nice, but then while I was running around, there's like all kind of electronic fuzz around my character, and it looked awful. Yikes. And I, I felt like it was losing frames in the animation. So I had to keep messing about and like changing settings on my TV and then change, like turning the HDR thing on and off and double-checking it to see which one was better, like you like you do with PCs, trying to get looking the best when you're running it. And it just really annoyed me. I don't want to have to do any of this stuff. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, quick whinge about PCs. No doubt, man. See, if you play games from 10 years ago, then you don't have these problems. <laughs> yeah. Skyrim runs great. This is now a fucking disaster. <laughs> <laughs> this is the weirdest haiku ever from a student. I'm sorry. I don't watch movies. I would rather play tennis or talk with my friends. Kids don't watch movies now? What the hell? No. I don't get that. Right, my PC just switched off again. Gee, how are you talking to us? Because I, I restarted again. While Rob was telling his little story? I didn't hear that whole story. My oh my PC god. Just... This is weird. I wondered why you weren't gasping in amazement. <laughs> I've, I've, my, my, I had the blue screen of death, and then it just Jeez. restarted. Man, Stu goes away for one week. Your computer's mad because your computer misses Stu. Stu must have done this somehow. Thanks a lot, <laughs> Stu. This is really starting to piss me off. Well, yeah. Uh, okay, right. Pissing me off. If it happens again, I'll go on my trusty Mac. I was going to uh, say, that may be your backup plan. Okay, uh, I, I, I've got to load up the docs again. Jesus Christ. Robin, I didn't hear your story. I apologize. I'll hear it when you I'm You can hear it when this, it comes out on the show. Yeah, it'll be awesome. With this disaster You're gonna of love a it. show together. Yeah. Um, just just message I'll, me your amazement later on. I will. I'll be <laughs> we like, can splice in a sound but I, I don't know how you... Oh, God. Right. I don't know how you spell that. But like, now every time a tab crashes, I'm really worried that my whole PC is going to crash. Duke, read the rest of the news, please. Okay. <laughs> well, we are the fun thing about uh, Walking Dead. That was fun. Here's something people actually do care about. Fallout is coming to Minecraft. Um, mm. Yeah. So I don't understand how this works, but anyway, a new add-on pack. Skins? Is it just yeah, skins? Yeah, yeah pretty much. A new add-on pack to Minecraft will add locations and characters from the Fallout series. In a new blog post, Mojang revealed that the additions are coming soon to the Xbox One, PS4, Wii U, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and PlayStation Vita. The pack will cost $5.99 in the U.S. and will add a variety of locations like Diamond City and Tenpenny Tower. Players will also receive 44 new character skins, which means we will soon learn what happens when Nick Valentine smooches a creeper. There will be smaller changes as well. An alteration of the game's UI will help it resemble the well-known Pip-Boy 3000. Music from the Fallout series will make long treks in the wilderness feel jaunty. No word if we'll get to hear the, from the irreplaceable Three Dog. Arrrr! Mojang's blog post says they probably won't accept payment in bottle caps. It worked for one lucky Fallout 4 fan, though. So if you have the caps to spare... I wonder if Minecraft's going to copy Fallout 4 and let you build your own house. <laughs> See, that's what I don't get. Like, who wants... A wa you? There's wastelands already in Fallout. You can make... I guess there's, like, things... I'm pretty sure there's loads of can... mods to do all that stuff as, as well. Yeah, exactly. Some people are excited, I guess. I guess. But, but I mean, it's not on the PC, which is weird, because that's where Minecraft got its start. Well, so it's like just... I said, you could probably do all of this on the PC yeah. anyway. Certainly, skins... Skin's right. completely free on PC. And, you know, I saw the trailer, and, like, it showed a bunch of things, you know, Tenpenny Tower and stuff. You could build that. 
And I don't understand what you're meant to do with it when it's in the game. Because it's not like Minecraft has a story or anything. It's just you can walk around Tenpenny Tower. Okay, it'll be a lot like any other tower that you make. <laughs> There's nothing there. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't Good understand why this... I mean, I know why they're doing it. It's to make money. Duh. Anyway, moving on. Um... Lionhead tracked down Fable Leaker and threatened to tell his mom. This is that's the way Stu characterized the headline. Yeah, uh, no, it's, it's it's yeah, it's a really. Wow, did he just clink that again? I think so. Yeah. Oh, poor Chinny. Well, here's the headline. One time, Lionhead tracked down a Fable Leaker and stole his poetry. On a recent BAFTA Games panel titled Who Rules Games, Van Tilburg, uh, formerly of Lionhead Studios and now of Gfinity, uh, recounted a time a young hacker got hold of screenshots and other information about Fable that was never meant to be released. The group, called Kibitz, was a small group of hackers, and one of the screenshots was the hero of Fable stabbing a little kid through the head. It was never meant to be released, for obvious reasons. Why isn't that linked... I want to see a picture of the hero stabbing a kid through the head. They managed to get their hands on more material unannounced, even to this day, unannounced Lionhead projects, and they threatened us, the community team, with releasing them. What do you do? The team grabbed the IP address of the hackers from the game's forums and managed to quickly find out where they lived. They then were able to get a hold of the 16-year-old's high school record, including a poem he had recited in class at the end of the year. Apparently, Lionhead's legal team were told about it after it had taken place. So how about that? They went it's to some extreme lengths. How is that news? That's <laughs> just it's like kind of dodgy, really. Yeah, it is. I mean, don't get me wrong, hacking is bad, but I don't understand how you making fun of this kid's poetry is supposed to make him back off. Well, I mean, they basically hacked him back, didn't they? I guess so. Except that it wasn't nearly as damaging as their ha- their hack of Hawaiian Head. It's a slow news week, isn't it? Yeah, that's why we didn't do news. We just did our uh, game of the year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, CD Projekt Red got a lot of money from the Polish government for the National Center for Research of Development in order to uh, examine, quote, generic support, cross-platform, multiplayer. Oh, God, I'm falling asleep reading this. <laughs> so basically, yeah, basically they're trying to find research Seamless multiplayer and city creation. The Polish government is apparently helping them um, with comprehensive technology that enables the creation of unique gameplay for many players, taking into account the search of opponents, session management, replication facilities, etc., etc. That's interesting that the government's paying them to do it, though. I wouldn't have thought. I mean, I can't imagine the American government paying video game developers. Yeah, I mean... Do the Polish have a big video game scene, or are they just trying to increase it? My I guess is they're, they're trying to increase it. They're trying to, like, you know... It's it's a way to support industry, because that's yeah, I mean, an industry. Yeah, they've had quite a lot of attention from CD Projekt Red being Polish. I mean, well, Yeah, I would imagine so. They don't get that much out of that otherwise. Yeah. Who, who who put these headlines together? Stu. So not one of them is just some of the best PS2 games. <laughs> well, that's welcome to our show notes because <laughs> Stu often will just find an article about something. And to be fair, you know this is stuff that you know there's nothing happening, so Kotaku has to put something out. So here's some of the best PS2 games: Grand Theft Auto Vice City, Shadow of the Colossus, Sing Star, Burnout 3, Final Fantasy 12. 
it's so non-news it's not even titled the best ps2 games it's just some of <laughs> some of the best yeah, there's a few things that are decent i don't know i don't think i have emails so i can't do emails <laughs> oh wait here's an email i got it forwarded that's the person doing the stew sound effect oh man we're just scraping the bottom of the barrel <laughs> this is the worst show ever all right i'll tell you what let's do this um the year of living game jurously. You know about this, right, Rob? I do, yeah. Okay, are you participating in this? No. Okay. So, if you were, what are some games that uh, do you have a pile of shame? Do you have some games that are like stockpiled that you think, man, I got to get those played at some point? Kind of, there's some, but not that many because I tend to I don't well, I do buy quite a lot of games, but I when I start something, I will play it all the way through and finish it. Yeah. Unless unless it's one of the rare games that I do hate, in which case I'm never going to go back to it anyway. Right, right. So I don't have a lot of these kind of unfinished games that people have got like lying around. Sure. Um. So really, most of I think the only things left I've got that I've not really got around to playing because I I actually did have quite a few of these recently. Like I played through uh, Shadow of Mordor and uh, there was another couple of them that I got through. Yeah. Um. But I do have the first Watch Dogs oh. that I never got around to. Yeah. And kind of annoyingly, um, Stu gave me his copy of Knack. <laughs> Why did he do that? I don't, well, I don't know. I bought, um, I think it was uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag off him. Yeah. Uh, and he, for some reason he threw in Knack just because I think he didn't want it anymore. <laughs> probably <laughs> too embarrassed to go down the smelly shop with it. Yeah, really? So, so yeah, have you... I have that now as well. And you haven't played it at all yet? No. Are there um, games from the past that you think, you know what, I should play that because I haven't played it before? The only one that sort of comes to mind is, because uh, I never had an N64. Yeah. And there's, there's a few classics on that. Certainly like uh, Legend of Zelda or Ocarina of Time. Right, right. I never played any of the 3D Zeldas. Yeah. Um, so I'm sort of tempted to go back in that. I recently got into a bit of a kick of playing like all, all kinds of old Metroidvanias as well. Mm-hmm. So pretty much anything that's a Metroidvania, yeah. I'd give it a go. I only uh, ever played the first Metroid and the first Castlevania, so I suppose I should go back to those at some point. I have a Wii U, so... Well, the first Castlevania isn't actually a Metroidvania. It, oh, really? I, I felt really bad for that. I mean, they should just be called Metroid-style games. I guess so. Because Castlevania So what's the difference? What? How do you technically... Um, it's basically where you can... It's um, more expansive, so it'll be a 2D game, but you've got uh, like a full map. Gotcha. And you sort of well, it's like like Zelda. Basically, you pick right. up power ups as you go on that allow you to go to certain areas of the map that you couldn't go to before. Right, right. Because the first and, Castlevania was a very linear game. Yeah, for, um, Castlevania only started doing it for um, oh, what was it? I was going to say Lords of Shadow, but it's not that. Symph- is it Symphony of the Night? I'll take your word for uh, it. Sure. Yeah, I think that that was the first one that did it, and that was quite like far on. I think yeah. that was on the PS One. Wow. So yeah, they didn't read. They should just be called Metroid style games, yeah. but. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of them out there. Um, things like Guacamole and all that mm. kind of thing. And I, 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 to be honest, I'd never played any of the me- the actual Metroid games. Yeah. Um, and I, and I only started playing them like recently with, with Boss Wave doing like our retro rev- reviews every now and again. Yeah. Um, so we had a couple of them in there that we tried. I I even played that um the fan remade one. Of, was it the Metroid Two? Some oh, guy remade that. that. Oh wow, cool. I, I played the first one back in the day, and here's a secret. At the end, the guy takes off his helmet, and it's a woman! Oh, my God! <laughs> Do we have a chinny bat? 
Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Right. Can you stream or something, Duke? Um, I guess. We finished all the news. Good. It was yeah. shit anyway. Yeah, it was. I don't know. Of course, we, we could go looking for some news if we really wanted it, but I don't really. Uh. We could find some more, some of the best PS2 games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even other PS2 games back from the other thing. We were talking about the, the year of living gamejurously. Good. You're, you're involved in this, Chinny. You're doing this. Yeah. Well, not anymore because I'm quitting video games. Oh. <laughs> Because I keep getting cut from this fucking... I'm on the Mac now, and the reliable, trusty Mac will help me. Yes. Don't but jinx it. It'll be the fine. The reliable, never crashes, <laughs> never breaks, MacBook Pro. Yeah. Always... Mac's got my back. That's what yeah. I did figure that you'd quit the year of living game just because you'd have to have some excuse not to play Hotline Miami again. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong yeah. with Hotline Miami? Well, that's the thing. Uh, well, Rob gifted it me uh, a long time ago. Yes. And uh, about, what, three years ago? I I tried to get all of you to play it, and the only one I managed to succeed with was Duke. Yay, Hotline Miami. I liked I it. I really liked it. I finished it. I was surprised. Because it was one of those, it's it's one of those really hard games, like uh, Super Meat Boy, that I, you know, you told me five years ago that I would finish this Super Meat Boy and Mushroom 11. I'd be like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's almost like a puzzle game, really, but I, yeah. I think back when you were doing that, was it Play My Game Bitch feature? Yeah. yeah. The the very last game that got submitted to that, that before you guys quit, was me submitting Hotline Miami. Well, it's funny oh. you should mention it, because we still have the theme song. Bitch, 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 bitch. Yeah, bitch! Yeah, bitch! Play my game, play my game, play my game, bitch. So there's that. Yeah, it was just. Uh, I think I, I played it just a sort of off the cuff and really enjoyed it. And then I sort of wanted to find out what other people thought of it. And then no one played it. No, poor Rob. We could, let's. We need to bring the feature back just for you, Rob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gonna bring it back. Um, all right. So I don't know what we do now, really. Uh, I, I'm sick of my pc crashing I think every time it crashes let's let's just make the show what's wrong with chinny's pc all right and every time it crashes it just goes memory thing oh something to do with memory would it be something to do with that he could be just let's yeah play. your mem- Guess memory's the game dying that chinny's played and finished this ah. week maybe you need to replace the ram i should ram yeah i know the c drive is pretty full could be a ram thing yeah because the ram just there you go oh my god i'm looking at it right now Sir, system service exception that's why it stopped and it's just crashed right in front of me again and well if the c drive is full then it may have problems writing stuff to the, you know doing memory stuff on the drive i can't imagine it's that full it is pretty full it is absolutely full like that could be the issue then. Yeah, because, I mean, it'll try and save stuff into their, like, temporary memory. Yeah. While, Get an external hard drive it. and just put some stuff I've got on an ex- it. Like, it it's got a hard drive in it. It's got it's got a C drive, right. which for some reason it defaults to everything saving on that, and it's the smallest fucking hard drive it came with. Yeah. All right. Then I've got the D drive, 
which is pretty – I think that's like a terabyte. And yeah. then I've got like a four terabyte external hard drive connected to it. Can you just dump some stuff from your C drive onto the external? I think so, but I don't know. Like, Not right now, like, maybe. Well, well, let's finish this podcast. Well, and then you luckily, can I mean, I was, I, I was literally looking at it then, and it was doing nothing, all right, because <laughs> I'm on the trusty old Mac. got yeah. my back. And it crashed again, like so. Just out of nowhere. <laughs> fuck you, PCs, right? Yeah. If you're part of the PC master race, you're welcome. Fix my PC then, if it's so fucking great. Uh, anyway, fuck uh, yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Should we read out some emails? I think it's time for emails. Oh, emails. Whoa. That rules. We're so sorry, listeners. This is oh, no. the it's, shortest, it's a... weirdest episode ever. And I'm sorry, Rob, because you've been you've been great to stick through us with all of this. Oh, I, I presume that I brought this quality along with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all you. It's all you. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we was going to talk about a, a bit about the dirty thirty, wasn't we? I suppose that's sort of related. Where how am I getting on with it? Uh, oh, yeah. But we know how it. you're getting on with it. You played <laughs> I've, I've, Call of Duty. Call of Duty is the first game on my Dirty 30. Now, I was debating about this, whether I should do my Dirty 30 in the order that I've listed it. No. Depends, is Hotline Miami first? Hotline <laughs> Miami is 23rd. You should next do Hotline Miami next, because there's keen interest in getting your reaction should to it. Should I do Hot Miami? I should... And hey, it'll be fast. Had... Like It'd it only take, what, five hours? Is that right? If I had a PC to yes, do it on, be. I would do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, presuming that I fix because my Dirty 30 list is going to shrink dramatically if I can't get a PC working yeah. so, can, can you not oh I nailed it, 5 hours, I'm the best oh I could play it on Mac but is it better on a controller or is it better on a keyboard depends uh, on how I fast your both. fingers are I played it on both, I played it on mouse and keyboard should be pretty good actually I used in, just in, a mouse and keyboard and it was fine yeah I imagine that actually that'd probably be better than a controller I did it's play it again ways, on a yeah. like Vita but it was, it was all right but i think i, I preferred it on mouse and keyboard okay well yeah, if you're there you a go. real so, man you can do it with a mouse and keyboard if you're a uh, wuss if i can if i can fix this pc problem that i have then i'll i will play hotline miami next how about that Rob? i'll do that next. and by the way let's go ahead and make it clear we know exactly what Stu is going to say at the start of the next show i go away for one week <laughs> that's going to be the first phrase out of his freaking mouth you know what I did on the end of last week's show? I divided my games up into, because I like color-coding things. I just think it's fun. Um, in, um, it's out there where you like, felt it pens. Don't be tickling yeah. me during the podcast, Duchess. I, games that are short. So I have I, I don't really have many games that are short. I'll eat Numa, Firewatch, Vanishing of Ethan Carter, Her Story, and To the Moon. Ironically, like three of those games are stew picks. Um... Mid mid range, five to twelve hours. There's only one uh, word, di- one letter difference between stupid and stupid. Yeah, that's true. How about that? And then there's there's a few long twenty plus hours games, and those are Skyrim, Mafia Three, yeah. Witcher Three, Stardew Valley, The Witness. Apparently, is a very long game. And City uh, Skylines is also a game. The Witness is a great game. That's not what I've heard. I loved it. All right. Blah, 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 blah. Cool. Uh, well, okay. Right. So emails. We ha- we do have an email. 
yeah. Fresh off the press. Uh, from Derek Sa- Hi, Hangs. Word um, up. So he says his name. Uh, and he says, Hey, D ho, 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 veteran gamers. Hi. So, yep, that's where you say hello. Yeah. Hello. Uh, okay, good. If if matter can never truly be created or destroyed, does that mean that one day we will have a version of No Man's Sky that no one dislikes? That's not the question you're asking. I mean, look, okay, in order to answer that in the affirmative, we would have to also postulate as a given that time is an infinite loop, and so therefore... Okay, yes, matter's never created or destroyed, and if time's an infinite loop, then eventually everything that can happen will happen. Or you can also take the multiverse theory in which you say, okay, it's not that we will someday have a version of No Man's Sky that everyone likes, but... There is a there is a parallel universe exactly. where No Man's Sky is the, the best game that's ever been made. Right. I, that, I've, I've played it as much as Skyrim. But I, I, yeah. I, I to be honest, I have trouble stretching my imagination that much. So. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's what it's all about. I, mean, I liked know, it the, okay, the, but it wasn't. The human brain comprehend exactly. The, you know the how vast and massive infinite is. Yeah. And it's even harder to comprehend a universe where No Man's Sky is good. Yeah. Very difficult. So Very difficult. I mean, in a way, to answer your question, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. Kinda. Uh, okay. Uh, he goes on to say, but enough of easy targets. Uh, this email wants your opinion. Yes, I'm Ooh, talking about yes. you, veteran gamers. All right. Uh, I have been buying and selling on eBay uh, and buying on Amazon for about 13 years, but I'm still not sure about if if those old follow-up chores, feedback, and reviews are worth it. Have you scoured the internet for feedback and reviews before you listen to a podcast or bought a musical video games and downloaded a, mo- downloaded a TV or movie? I, I love reviews. I don't know about you, Stu and Rob, but I, I'm, I'm always about the reviews. Um, I, I'm actually looking forward to giving this podcast a review in which I give it zero stars because you just called me Stu, and that is unforgivable. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I like reviews. I mean, yeah. I, Pretty much before I, yeah, if I'm, certainly if I'm going to buy anything expensive, like I'll start to scour the internet and like find out as much as I can. Like, yeah, definitely. We we had to buy a new charger for the electric car, and I, you know, read a lot of reviews of people. You know, the reviews on Newegg I think are pretty good because you have a lot of good stuff for hardware. Like you could put one up, Chinny, that's like PCs suck. It keeps crashing. Yeah, yeah. I bought a PC, not this particular model, just a PC, and they all fucking suck, and everyone that writes them are liars. But Newegg had an interesting thing where they recently emailed me something saying, someone asked a question about the PC you own, would you mind answering it? And I was like, well, that's kind of cool, because that way it's not just the people who obsessively go to Newegg reading through the questions that are asked who respond to things. Instead, every, everybody who bought one occasionally gets you know, requested, hey, why not answer a question? And that way you always, get a more wide variety of answers. It's always best to look around in different places for different reviews as yeah, well. Like yeah. um, my wife was looking for a tablet this um, for Christmas this year. <laughs> I, I've not had to say that very often recently uh, until now. Oh yeah, but, congratulations yeah. by the way, Robin. <laughs> okay. Yay! Thank you. 
I did I did think about oh, I must say congratulations to Robin about being married and shit because you and I Robin are very similar in many ways we've discovered yeah. this right we're also very different in many ways yeah. like we we don't we both don't drink we're both teetotal we're both I would say very good observers and and readers of people um dissimilar in, in video game tastes and also I'm just a very I, I feel like we're all a bit of introvert and extrovert, uh, but I, I'm probably more extrovert, a lot more extrovert than you, because yes. when I get married, I, everybody knows it. The postman knows <laughs> it, you know, and I, I, I think I'm pretty subtle with things, but no, I'm pretty much a, a, a loud mouth twat. Uh, but when you get married, it's like, did, did oh yeah, by the way, I got, I, I don't want to, I don't want to inconvenience you, but I got married yesterday, so. You know, it, it, you just didn't really make a big thing of it, Robin. Well, yeah, I didn't really tell anyone. No. Was that on Did purpose? you have, like, a ceremony, or was it just you and the missus oh, yeah. in a church? We, we, no, there was, like, only about 20 people. Chris was there, oh? which is... Oh, 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 so you'll oh. invite Chris? <laughs> okay. I, I kind of ha- had to. It was, like, five minutes down the road from where my, uh, <laughs> well, then-girlfriend's uh, mother lived, which what is in... Seth? Um, Why not invite Seth? Which is in Worcester, which is where Chris lives. So uh-huh. it felt kind of harsh not to invite him. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> he should have just been like, hey, Chris, after the wedding, can we crash on your sofa? You can't <laughs> come, but we just want a place to stay. Can you give my mother-in-law a lift, Chris, by the way? <laughs> she smells really bad. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm, a, I'm an hour from Worcester. Why didn't you fucking think of me? <laughs> Shit. Uh, no, but congratulations, Robbie. Yay. Uh, uh, well done on the old marriage thing. Did you have a honeymoon? Are you going on a honeymoon? Oh, yeah, we went to the Maldives. Oh, nice. Mm. It's very nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, right, what the fuck hey, was well, what, I was saying? I was, I was no, saying that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, well, yeah I bought her a, a tablet for Christmas. Oh, yeah. She knows about so I don't worry about um, spoiling it. But, um, yeah, originally she was looking at the Amazon Fire. And she sent me like uh, a, a page full of reviews saying, oh, this actually looks pretty good. And I have to point out, it was on the Amazon website. Uh-huh. So I yeah, can't really trust those reviews. I might want to look around in a few different places. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is brilliant by Amazon. <laughs> uh, okay. Carrying on with uh, Derek Sign's email. Yes, uh, he's talking about reviews. That's what we're talking about. I right. forgot. It's been so long. Um, <laughs> I have tried twice to leave a review of the Veteran Gamers on iTunes, and both times it said that the review was accepted, but I couldn't find it when I clicked the view feedback button later on in the week. I wonder how many other listeners experience the same problem. Hey, if you have a, a similar problem to Derek, then, I don't know, deal with it. Fuck <laughs> Why um, are you writing to us? What do you expect us to do about it? I don't know. You just I'm wanted us to know how much you love us. Steve Jobs is up there just laughing his fucking <laughs> head off. Um, so if anyone who listens to this week's show decided to uh, successfully leave a review on iTunes, how exactly would that help the show and attract new listeners? Well, I'll tell you, Derek. From this um, week, it definitely wouldn't. It wouldn't because it would harm the show because the show is terrible this week <laughs> and every other week. But um, I, I believe if you leave a review on a podcast, uh, it bumps it up the sort of what's relevant, what's new. And I, I think new and highly reviewed shows get featured. So if, you, if your podcast featured on, a, on the App Store, you become very popular and 
if if you're highly reviewed or just get an up an influx of reviews over a, a, a several months, it bumps it up. It's kind of like you know search engine optimization. So if you leave a review, it'll get bumped up, and the more downloads it gets, the bump it, it gets higher on the charts, and then it gets featured again. And, and then maybe another. it'll be in the New York Times best of 2016 podcast, like Two Dope Queens. I don't understand why we didn't get featured in that New York Times I don't piece. No, yeah, that's weird. It isn't should it? be. But here's what I don't get. I understand Two Dope Queens is a live comedy show, so okay, they need sound engineers and everything. But there are some podcasts I listen to where it's just one person talking into a mic or like two people. And like they have this staff of like 20 people. They're like, our sound engineer is blah, blah, blah. The music was produced by blah, blah, blah. This was done by that person. Uh, technicians were. What the hell do you need all those people for? We do this with us. Just two people. It sounds exactly yeah. the same. The, the quality well, yeah, but- is. No, our quality is fine. Yeah, but their PC's still on all the way through the podcast. <laughs> they have a staff of seven people who are just like, it's about to crash! Deal with it! Oh, man. Oh, I like the beats and shouting! I do like the beats and shouting. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Derek. You... Any other emails? No, I think he's got a little bit more to say. Oh, jeez! Uh, right, okay. Uh, uh, Christmas is almost here, so until next time, I will wish you, the veteran gamers, a Merry Christmas until, oh yeah, and all the other listeners, a happy holiday. Eat, drink, and be merry. And if you can't be good, be safe. Festive good wishes, Derek. Yeah. Thank you very much to Derek for writing in. Um, I did want to, this isn't an email, I won't read it out because he, he sort of emailed me. Uh, but I wanted to uh, to say hey to Nick uh, because Nick uh, asked me to sit. Um, remember the whole extra life thing that I did? You yeah. know, where I played fucking Mario games for 24 hours? Yeah. And I thought that yeah. would be fun. And With those fun, fun hats on. It was shit. Yeah, and we had all these uh, fun hats that, that Tara made. Well, Nick wanted to give one to his daughter. Um, and uh, we decided to send them all because, nice. you know, if I, what am I going to do with them? Uh, so. He, he sent me a, a lovely picture of him and his family setting up the Christmas tree, wearing them. Nice. Um, and I don't think I took all the nits out of them. I don't know. You might have to check, but they're fine. It's fine. <laughs> and he said they had a good laugh, and uh, his daughter really enjoyed themselves. If you get scalp falling off disease, it's not Chinny's fault. So if you just want if you want items from my house, just email the show, right? Because I need to get rid of loads. Hey, of can shit. I have your PC? I heard it's awesome. Yeah, if you want to, take, there's a PC for sale at the moment. <laughs> Five quid or best offer. Uh, yeah, it's 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 great. It, it, it switches on for at least five minutes. I um, thought you'd you'd already given away some of the RAM, hadn't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the RAM's the RAM's already gone. That's hot. <laughs> That's hot off the press. Um, I don't think we've got any other emails, to be honest. Um, so, I don't know. Shall we talk about what we're getting up to over Christmas? That seems like a bit of a filler we could talk about. <laughs> yes. Uh, what's your Christmas like then, Eric? S- uh, sleeping, playing video games, and eating. Oh, my God. That sounds so fucking And grading good. papers. I have big okay. stories I'm going to be grading over the Christmas break. So, do you make your, your kids write big stories over the holidays no i actually don't give homework over the holidays i try not to give homework over the weekend and over the holidays because i think students a they already have enough to do and b um there's a lot of research that suggests that homework doesn't really help a whole lot in fact if you look at how finland's schools work most of them don't give much homework at all some of them don't get any and I think that the idea is we should work them really hard at school and then give them time off in the afternoon yeah, and the give evening. Them a break. yeah yeah 
So whatever, that's me. That, I used to take that as well. But I mean, the teacher still gave me homework. <laughs> I just not do it. Yeah, exactly. You know, well, that's how some problem. students do it too. It's just I don't give a fuck. But. <laughs> You know, the other we just got done with this big story unit where I met with them after they wrote an outline for a story, and then they wrote the first scene, and then I met with them again, and then I gave them a due date for the final draft. And it's a good process because it lets me like meet with them on one-on-one and talk about what they can improve and all that, but it takes forever. And when I give them a due date, half of them go, what? When is it due? When are our papers due? And I'm like, well, it depends on when I met with you. And they're like, Huh? I'm like, dude, I wrote it on your story. Go look at your story. What yeah. story? I'm like, God damn it. Do you make it quite clear in your classes that you know like, know about computer games? Oh, yeah. I talk about them all the time. I got my Rocket League cross-stitch right there in the classroom. Because I did cheat once in an in English class where they wanted us to go off and write a story. Yeah. Uh, and I just basically copied the, uh, the story from the computer game lure of the temptress <laughs> nice I, I knew the teacher would never have played that oh yeah I, I've had students I tell them well I mean it's actually it's funny I, I had a student one time when they did a peer review this student goes it comes to me at the end of class and goes Mr. P the person whose story I was peer reviewing they just took the story the devil wears Prada and changed the names I don't want them to get in trouble, but I thought you should know. I was like, oh. I think, mul- I think multiple films have already done that as well. Well, yeah, exactly. And plus, yep. but I never would have known because I don't know that shit. So I was just like, okay, thank you for letting me know. And the problem was she did it. She did a bad job telling the story. Like, if students aren't original, I can't. I don't feel like I can take points off for not, students not being original. Because originality is hard to come by, right? Most people, when they write a story, they're, you know, Picasso said, good artists borrow, but great artists steal. Yeah, my problem was the opposite because my teacher was so impressed she wanted to submit it and it was some kind of <laughs> county competition. So I had to convince her that I didn't want that to happen. Nice. Yeah. 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 So, but anyway. Chances, so, are, chances are, Rob, that they didn't know about that video game either. Oh, yeah. At the, at the competition. At the competition, I, sure. Well, possibly not, but I didn't want to risk it. I did yeah. the same. I, I didn't learn my lesson, though. I did the same thing later on with Beneath the Steel Sky. They didn't like <laughs> no. that story quite so much. The uh, the I tell students, you know, look, if you really like a story, because there are some students who are just obsessed. I have this one kid who's just obsessed with Pokemon, and I say, look, if you like a series of stories or you really like a story, that's great. Now write some fan fiction about it. You know, like you can make up your own characters in that universe. Like go for it. Unfortunately, most of the time they don't have much imagination, so they just uh, like, uh, his name is Bash, and he's collecting a Pikachu or whatever. It's like, come I, on, I dude, would do Pikachu in real life. So yeah. like he has to get a job and shit, and then he goes crazy by how mundane it all gets. See, that sounds great. Gun. I would love that. Takes a machine gun. I was gonna say in real life, wouldn't it just be a story about like dog fighting? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then he has to like find sort of, like some sort of back, back like yard like MMA shit that he has to get into. <laughs> all right, and then he falls in love. Uh, with a, an actual human woman, which just really fucks him up because <laughs> uh, he doesn't know what to think of that, um, and then jumps off a building and survives. What, yeah, I was say, what grade do I get, Duke? Uh, B plus. 
All right. If you're, encu- if you're encouraging them to do fan fiction, isn't a lot of that just going to involve all the characters having sex with each other? Um, yes. No, they they know not to write about adult themes, and generally they don't want to anyway. Like the biggest, the bigger problem is I have the biggest problem I have is that Killing. students tell the same stories over and over again. Uh, this guy is a drug dealer, and then his mom dies, and he realizes, oh, I'm doing things wrong. I should turn my life around. It's like it's the most boring morality story ever. It's well, like, you won't on. like my new book that's coming out. <laughs> it's called "I'm the uh, the man who stopped dealing drugs when his mom died." It's the most boring title. Oh my god! Spoilers. So anyway, that's my Christmas break. Is going to be great. <laughs> Three all years of my life dedicated to that book. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's your Christmas break, that's Robin. Christmas hey, what's Christmas look like for you? Pretty much the same as Duke, but without <laughs> grading papers. <laughs> okay. I can okay. send you some if you want to grade some papers. Yeah, I mean, we'd, I'd normally be like, we, we, I think one, one year on, one year off, we got uh, like our respective parents. Yeah. Um, but this year, we've decided not to do that. <laughs> That's the one. We just saw you at the wedding. Go away. <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of. Uh, um, I think we figured it was easier to have like uh, Jen's mum come over and visit us rather than us all going over there. So she's coming over for Christmas Day, but otherwise, yeah, we're having a Christmas at home. That sounds fantastic. Uh, yeah. Uh, and what's your quota for video games? What, what do you want to get done over the Christmas holidays? Um, I'm not totally sure what I'm going to play after Final Fantasy. I usually like having, like, after I've played a big game, I'll play, like, lots of little things. I'm a palate um, cleanser. Yeah. See, I, I this is of, where I, you and I are alike, Robin. I quite like those, like, little periods between playing big games. Yes. yes. You sort, sort of just... Yeah, play little things. Yeah, and Call the, of Duty is totally that for me. You know what I mean? You just run through it. I don't know. Switch, you shoot this shit. And you just, I don't know why that sound effect went off, but like you, <laughs> you just shoot, shoot stuff and it's fine. You know, like you don't have to think about it. And then you dip into like a bigger game. Yeah. I was thinking you were joking about the idea of it being short. No. Single okay. player would definitely be short. Well, I think of short, I think of like an hour or two. Oh right, okay. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I always I considered it. Call of Duty games pretty short. Yes. Like they're like five hours. Or Fair something. They're not massive. Yeah, I was trying to think because like games wise or games taste wise, I've I have quite a mixed taste to the point like I feel like I'm a kind of a mix between you, Stu, and Duke. Yeah, yeah. you're like a perfect amalgam of all of us. Well, I, I, I do absolutely love Rockstar games. I've played pretty much every game they've, they've made. Yeah, really enjoyed you do. Them. Um, I, I love like I love kind of the the big sprawling RPG Bethesda style games, um, and I do quite like my kind of weird Japanese shit as well. Yeah, this this whole Yakuza thing, Robin. Can we talk about this? <laughs> because you yeah. really like Yakuza games, and now I, I and to be fair. I haven't actually played a Yakuza game to to the finish. Right, I've played a demo. The demos are bad because it, it, the demos are pu- like purely the fighting system, which the is relatively thing, entertaining, but it doesn't really hold up to a demo. The only thing I remember about the Yakuza demo that I played, I believe it might have been 3. Not 100% yeah, sure. It was on the PS3. Yeah. It was about 2009-ish, maybe 10. I don't know. But I played a demo, and... Uh, I think a, 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 an overweight gentleman asked me to take pictures of a young lady in a school. Oh, yeah, there's lo- there tends to be lots of pervy stuff in them as well. So that, that sort of set me off and went, OK, fine, I will do this. Um, 
And then I fought somebody and threw a bicycle at them. Just like that. Okay. Uh, and then I sort of went, I think, I think I'm going to stop playing this now and play something else. Uh, but, I, I, you know, I've opened my mind a lot more. I'm, I'm a different man than I was five years ago, Robin. In some ways, it, they're kind of like a mix of kind of like open worlds or partially RPG as well, but these kind of open world games. And then kind of almost mixing in like the kind of Streets of Rage style stuff. That's uh-huh. probably the closest you're going to get to these kind of like modern beat-em-ups where okay. you're just going ridiculous over-the-top action while, you, so while this, you're fighting. These are the people that made Shamu, is that correct? Um, I don't think so. Um, certainly not, not the director. I don't know if some of the team were involved in Shenmue. A lot of people like talk about it as if it's like a spiritual successor. I don't know. I never really played Shenmue. I never had a Dreamcast or anything like that. I, I played um, Shenmue back in the back in the day, and I watched the complete. I don't know why I did this. But <laughs> I watched the complete playthrough of Shenmue on Giant Bomb. How long did that take? It took a long, way longer than I care to admit. Yeah. Um, it, it was probably. I don't know, 12 hours or something. How many hours of that was spent on a forklift truck? Actually, the forklift truck is way into the game. It's like the last third of it. It's surprising, really. Um, The first three hours, he's asking, do you know any sailors? (laughs) And then the last four hours is, okay, time to ride this forklift truck. You know, it's it's a very bizarre game, but look, when you when you see that and when you see Yakuza, you can sort of see like, okay, Yakuza seems to be like the evolution of Shenmue. You know, where you've got this open area and different open areas, and you can go to them and you can do certain things that don't really relate to like anything, you know, karaoke or whatever. Uh, and yeah, it, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try one. If I was to try one, which one would it be? Um, well, the thing is, what would you be try- wanting to try it on? I would probably have a PS4 by the time I'd want to try one. In that case, Yakuza 0 is about to come out okay. um, next year. Well, uh, very early next year. Perfect which is timing. Like, it's like the prequel. To, so it's, it sets the whole thing up. And, right. I think short, and then shortly after that, was, was it Yakuza Kiwami just got announced, which is <laughs> yeah. like a remake of the Yakuza 1. That's so weird. Okay. They're, they're, re- they're, they're releasing information about a game that will come after the one that's not even out yet. Well, the thing is, all, pretty much all of these have already been released in Japan. Ah, gotcha. And that, that was the annoying thing, certainly from my perspective, where none of these were getting released in the West. They were releasing them in Japan. They were doing really well in Japan. Yeah. And then they wouldn't release them in the West. And is that because they didn't, the earlier ones didn't sell very well? Or are they just being fickle? Yeah, they didn't sell that well. Um, I think they still did all right. I mean, what I said, which in fact is what they did with the Yakuza 5, is because they don't really have to spend that much money to sell right. them. Because I think they previously tried on one of them to put like English language on. No one liked it. No one wanted that. Mm. Um, then on Yakuza Three, they they removed some of the content, made it more localized, got rid of some of like the more abstract Japanese stuff in there. No yeah. one liked that. People wanted it in. But effectively, what people want, it could be, well, part of the reason I like it is it's just sort of like a almost a simulator of like living in Japan. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I sort of became a kind of obsessed with Japan. Is there many that, people that, throwing like... bicycles at people in Japan? <laughs> <laughs> you can't yeah, walk down the street without having people throw bicycles at your head. Obviously, a, bit, a quite, kind of some crazy stuff in it. But yeah. it's just, like, outside of that, there's like, I mean, it, it's it, people that like compare it to things like Grand Theft Auto, but it, it's nowhere near like that size. They're usually much smaller. 
Um, but there's m- tends to be much more to do within there. There's all kinds of different mini games and, and things in there um, that you, you can play and, and just do, doing different stuff. I mean, the fact that there's loads of... Like in, in GTA, there's, there tends to be like one restaurant that you go into and the inside they're all the same. Yakuza, yeah. there's loads of different restaurants and they've actually got full menus and you can buy them and it'll like show you show you it. I've never been like felt so hungry playing a game. Um, and so it, it just adds to the overcooked as I much as I was just going to say that. <laughs> and so, well, actually, Final Fantasy XV does it a bit as well. But um, mm-hmm. it's that kind of thing that makes you feel like you're living in the world. Uh, and and I, I really like that. And in was it Yakuza 5 um, has loads of extra like missions. Like you, There's a whole taxi driver mission. Where you actually have to like drive within like within the speed limit, stop properly for um, traffic lights and stuff, and be really careful, and you, you get points for that. And it's 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 kind of odd, almost like the mundane part of it mixes really well with the over the top action part of it. Bizarre. So yeah, I I just like him. I, I would describe him as a guilty pleasure, but I have no guilt over it at all. Yeah, I, no I really like. No. Yeah, I'm the same with because my apparently my guilty pleasure is CSI. You know the CSI, yeah. the shitty CSI game. But I have no, I'm, I'm open, I'm openly, I'm, I'm out. You know what I mean? Like I am, I, I do. You're not out of the closet anything. when it comes to those games. Yeah, I am out of the closet as it when it comes to CSI games. And the people think, that made those went on to make fucking the the Walking Dead thing, the Telltale shit. Yeah. That we all like. So I was, I loved it before it was cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it, non hipsters. Um. Yeah, my Christmas is uh, I I spend my Christmas running around experiencing other people's Christmases. That's what I do. So I know, I like to divide it nicely. So when it's daytime, I go to the white family that I have, right? <laughs> and then when it's nighttime, I go to the black family. And it's good that the sun color codes it for me, you know. <laughs> so I know, right? It's dark now, so I should be with the black family. Um, <laughs> But t- this year, my brother, obviously, because my brother's ginger, so he has to mess fucking everything up. Uh, he's like, oh, no, like the twins are coming around Christmas Day because I've got a niece and nephew I've talked about who've been on the show. I also have another nephew, Leo, who's like three now. Um, and uh, he likes to say Donald Trump. I don't know why. Uh, I think Madeline taught him how to say Donald Trump. And we all find it quite funny now. Um, <laughs> yeah, everyone found, everyone found him funny a while ago, but not yeah. so much anymore. No, not so much anymore. Um, so yeah, it, you know that they're coming around Christmas. So I, now that I've got like a house, you know, I, I'm I'm sort of feeling a bit sick of why is, why am I why am I at everybody else's Christmas? Like where's well, yeah, my it's time Christmas? for you to start hosting. Yeah. So next year, me and Tara have decided like you know what, fuck, we'll we'll just come to our house because nice. everybody. Yeah. You're gonna cook Christmas dinner. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm gonna, <laughs> That's I'm the gonna major do part of hosting. Yeah, Tara can do that. What are you going to do? Here's a pizza. Yeah, no, Tara, Tara, she loves it. Oh, okay, my well, God. You can it. bake the desserts. Indeed. You like baking, right? Uh, yeah, no, that's true. Uh, so I think we'll host it next year. Um, so I don't know. I'll look forward to that. And then, you know, the, the world's a big melting pot, you know, ebony and ivory together. I'm doing that hand motion that you do. You know, <laughs> yeah. you, so what have yeah. you noticed are the biggest differences between the way those two families celebrate? Oh, God. Like, just one is very loud and yeah. one is not very loud. 
Uh, I think it's just Tara has a lot more different traditions mm. than my family. Like my family, you got up and you open your presents like instantly. That was like the thing. Yeah. Like Tara's family, like because everybody's sort of back at different times. Tara's walked in now, which has sort of scared me a little bit. She's <laughs> she can hear me through the walls. All right. But Tara's like everybody waits, and, and I think it's because of a timing issue because everybody's sort of getting back. Tara, do you want to throw in? Um, we just at breakfast. Come on, come, 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 come. Did we just um, had presents after breakfast. Presents, like. How did you start? When you were five years old, you didn't like race down and like make people get up. You were like, oh, we'll have breakfast first. Uh, and say then. that again, Duke. She's just putting a headphone. If you, so, if when you were five years old, Tara, you you didn't like jump on your parents' bed and been like, wake up, it's time to open presents. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did all that. <laughs> but they said, oh, only after breakfast. breakfast. Wow. <laughs> yeah. My parents just never like, would have cold milk and cereal it was like the works it was like full english breakfast oh so that was always exciting wow because uh, food um and then yeah presents and then eating it and then just that's still a bit more anticipation of waiting to open everything which was you know the anticipation is like the best no because we was up we, we was up and we was opening presents before like my dad even came down the oh, steps yeah. oh no yeah, like we was like oh what the fuck yeah open this <laughs> shit and now i remember one year I, I just didn't get up and my mum no my my brother and my dad opened my present which oh was my. a pool table a table tennis table and a hockey table and they opened it set it up and was playing on it what? <laughs> that's horrible yeah and they went I don't know you was in bed and it was like 10 o'clock <laughs> you snooze you lose punk it's ours <laughs> now yeah yeah wow so, so Tara what was the what was the best gift you ever remember getting um it was a like a little baby. Was it an engagement ring from me this year? No, okay. no. that was oh, at number 73 on the list. Yeah. So I was in a shop with my mum and then there was this like um, a little doll called Whitney and it was the first black doll I'd ever seen in all of my life. Uh-huh. And I said, oh my God, mum, I really want that. You know, do you think I can have it for Christmas? And um, she said, oh, I'll see what I can do. Um, and then she said, oh, I went back to the shop with the sold out and I was gutted, absolutely mm. gutted. Uh-huh. Um, and then lo and behold, I opened it on Christmas Day. Uh, You're 23 and- years old. <laughs> yeah. 23. Wow. It was lovely. You could do yeah. her hair, and she had like lovely, colourful clothes. It was wicked. Yeah. yeah, that was the best. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe you I'll, could fit I'll, in I'll a full bought... English breakfast and a Christmas lunch. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. By the way, me, Tara, and our niece Keisha uh, played a video game. What did we play? Overcooked. Yep. And what was your uh, opinion of that game, Tara? Did you love it? It. We were a team. Team. Yeah. Team, 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 team. Yeah, <laughs> was I was, good. I was on chopping duties. Yeah. Uh, it was tough. And I got Ke- a bit vexed because Keish kept running into me because she liked that yeah. sound that it makes. It sounds like yeah. You're if being you if you dash, you can dash on overcooked. All right. And if you dash into another cook, he sort of knocks him out of the way and paralyzes him a little bit. And Keisha found this very funny. Yeah. Nice. So there yeah. you go. All right. Did you get video of that? Are you going to put it online at some point? No, I no. did not. Yeah. You still have to put the stuff from you and Stu online. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to chuck Tara off the podcast Aww. now. Bye, Tara. Good talking to you. Have a good Christmas. <laughs> you, too. you too. Bye. 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 There we go. Okay. Put my drink down now. <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, so that's that's Christmas. Uh, I'm going to try 
get video games done. I remember last year I was like, I'm going to play loads of video games over the Christmas period, and I played nothing. So I'm determined to at least. What got in the way? Family. Like, uh, see a lot. We see a lot of family. Fucking family. Um, They're the worst. And just, oh god. <laughs> I was visiting my family yesterday, which just occurs to me. I saw my niece and nephew yesterday, which means I'm probably going to be ill over Christmas. Yes. Yeah. I almost got a free flu jab. I'm sorry. Say that again. You get a, you know, the flu jab, you know, the flu injection. Oh, thing. oh, oh, oh! I thought you said flu job, and I was like, is that some <laughs> weird sex thing? Like, I got a flu job. <laughs> well, you don't want one of those. Uh, um, anyway, yeah, was, sorry. You got a free flu shot. Yes. Almost. Almost. I, like, almost. I, I, I was interviewing a doctor for work, right? Yes. Like, to, like on on video. No, I was doing a making a video where we had to interview yes. someone and she was a doctor and like when we interview people you have to worry about noise all the time you know and yeah. like and we have to switch things off whatever and i said oh can we switch off the fridge and then i went why the fuck have you got a fridge in your office and she went oh yeah we can't switch that off because it's sort of, they're all flu jabs and stuff yeah and i went really and because i'm an idiot i just went can i have one all right and and she went do you want one and I went, oh, she's serious? And I went, yeah. <laughs> right. And so she opened it and she went, yeah, you could have this one if you want. Like, and I was like, I'm, I'm absolutely serious. Can you give me one? And she went, oh, actually, um, you know, do you have any disabilities or anything? And I was like, no. I was like, well, you've got to be a minor or a pensioner or you've got to have some sort of disabilities and then you get it for free. I'm Otherwise- a baby on a pension and I have no legs. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. So I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a bit dumb." Does <laughs> that count? And she went, "No." So yeah, I, I, yeah I was th- I'm thinking of other things that she could have used the fridge for, and she <laughs> she could have just injected you with a urine sample. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would have been awesome. You have pee for blood. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep him busy for a few days. That's like on uh, Thirty Rock when they go, "You got to unplug that refrigerator so we can save money," and she goes. My refrigerator, no. What about my fresh fruit flavored toaster pastries? There you go. Because you think she's going to say fresh fruit. It's hilarious, don't you know? <laughs> sure, it's a, it's a great show. Yes. Uh, I think that's a show. That is a show. We've been doing this. We've been just stretching it out. Let's keep talking stretching about nothing. Out. I could read so some was... haikus that my students wrote. Actually, there's a really good one I want to read. It was Because I go tell them it. at one point, uh, use dialogue from a movie to make a haiku. And uh, a lot of times, like I said, this student had no – I don't watch movies. This is her haiku. I don't watch movies, so I'll write about something else, not movies. Yeah, Whatever. Anyway, so this guy wrote a Pulp Fiction haiku. Here we go. <clears throat> I was going to guess that was what they were going to use. Really? Yeah. Sweet. Um, and you were correct. Uh, here it is. Never heard of what. Do they speak English in what? English, do you speak? That was pretty well done. Good job there, student. Indeed. Indeed. All right, Indeed. it's time for shout-outs. It's time for a shout-out. Hey! Um, yeah. Uh, Duke, go. Okay, I will shout out everybody listening. Uh, I don't know why people came back to the chat room after the big meltdown of 
an hour ago, but thank you for sticking with me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Soul Brother One, thank you. I know that me and Rob are some of the other people in the chat room. (laughs) So uh, yeah, Tuscan, thank you for joining us. And uh, everybody who was with us before everything went pear-shaped, we appreciate you being around for that. Um, Turtle502, I always enjoy him on Twitter, so I don't know if he listens to this show anymore, but um, thank you. And this is a weird shout-out. Uh, once upon a time, we had a guy who uh, sent us an email or something, called himself Natural MC, and he told us about this album that he had made. And I downloaded the album, and I really liked it. And I have one of his songs on one of my mega mixes called Soft as Fur. That's his song that I have in the mix. And uh, yeah, I, I listened to it recently, and I was like, I should give that guy a shout out. I don't know if he's still listening to our show, but if you are a Natural MC, nice work on that Soft as Fur track. It's fun. I enjoy listening to it. I don't skip it very often because a lot of times you know you get a mega mix going you're in a certain mood and you're like oh let's hear something else but when that one comes on i'm always like yeah i'll listen to that also i will shout out david tripney because he sent me a, a some cool things on twitter recently the minecraft fallout thing he was the first one to tell me about and um elliot kalen from the uh from the uh, Flophouse podcast is my favorite part of that show. And recently, he he mentioned uh, the jungle, uh, the the message, sorry, by uh, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. And he did he bastardized the lyrics. He said, "It's like a jungle sometime. I really wonder how I keep from going under." And the lyric is, "It makes me wonder how I keep from going under." And I was like, "Really? I really wonder." And then he he tweeted back, "Do you have any idea how white I am?" And I was like, "Well, we do now." <laughs> So I will shout him out, even though there's obviously no chance he listens to the show. And Rob, awesome. thank you for coming on, Rob, and filling the gap. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Robin, do you want to do your shout-outs? Uh, I can do it. I'll just shout out my boss way of compatriots. What, what? Chris, Mark, and Nat, who we're hoping to have back on the show next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's easing himself back in. I think he's, um, I think he's already recorded with uh, Pilch. Yeah, uh. that fucking quitter. Oh, yeah. Is he coming back, is he? <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Good guy. Good guy. GG. He's podcasting gold. Mm-hmm. Is hopefully, that it? Is that all we got, Yeah, hopefully if we've got four of us, we might actually be able to record a show a bit more regularly. Yes, you'd think so. But you don't want to keep swapping them out like some other show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that nonsense going on. Um, but at least they their PCs stay on. Hey. Uh, right, I'd like to shout out uh, PCs because I wish they just didn't, you know, just don't exist ever. Yeah, uh, really. I'd like to shout out Nick uh, for the very nice email that he sent over, and I'm glad that he's enjoying the headband. Um, uh, easy shout out, Robin. Thank you for coming on. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thanks, You Robin. were in the top 50 people that I thought of, uh, so really thank you very much for coming on. Always a pleasure to talk to you. I apologise that my IT skills didn't match up. To be honest, it was the only reason you came on. Uh, no, I didn't really know that I had such a big problem until tonight. I, I, it sort of happened before, you know, but like, you know, when stuff happens to your piece and you go, ah, fuck it, like it probably never happened again. That's kind of where I was at. And then tonight, clearly, I've got some sort of PC problem going on because uh, it was fine last night because I was playing Overcooked. I don't know. There, it is. Uh, there you go. Uh, and it's all done. It's over. It's finished. Uh, I'm sorry. We'll never do this again. Shoot. <laughs> Stop. Will you it's... leave us alone for one week and everything falls to pieces? Oh, he's going to love it. He's he's rubbing his hands with delight as he listens to this show. And it's making over. this it's noise fun. over and over again. Beep, 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 beep. 
thank you very much. Have a merry, merry, very merry Christmas. And, uh, you know, be well, be safe. We'll and, see you. Uh, we're not going to record on Christmas, right? Or are we? No, we're, we're going to do the next show, by the way, listeners, is going to be on the 27th. We re- usually record this on a Sunday, but obviously next Sunday is Christmas Day, um, which I know some people might have a problem with that. Uh, so we're going to record on Tuesday, the 27th of December. Please come along. I think we're just going to get people on. And, yeah. and just chill out and just chat about what everybody's doing uh, and just, I don't know, fucking hang out and Talk shit. about what you got for Christmas. That'll be a good yeah. thing. Everybody send in emails and pictures of yourself with your loot. Robin, you can't come on because you've already been on. So. <laughs> You're banned for a year. That's how it works. Robin. That's, that's how it works. Show you all if anybody Amazon listens to the Flophouse, man, you got to recognize. Give me, Let me know. Appreciate it. Oh, wait, there was uh, someone who said they got my joke. I need to figure out who it was that said they got my joke. No one gets your references, Duke. Please end the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. I want to get this last reference in. Ah, oh, damn it. No, don't play the theme song. I want to find out who said they got my joke. Oh, this is my flame war with Richard Webster. Oh, Imagine that if you was on TV and they just went, oh, let's just talk about the <laughs> outro. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. You know. Did you find the person? No, I didn't. I don't know where. I, maybe it wasn't on. While you do that, I'm going to do my impression of Shu when he's browsing for things on the internet. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That was it. I don't know how they got a hold of me because it's not in my Twitter mentions. Damn it. Jason Johnson, was it you? I don't remember who sent me that message. Terrible. I'm a bad friend. Bad person. Uh, all right, yeah. I'm going to finish up this stack of papers. I'm almost done. I only got like three more. Woo! Nice. I'm going to yeah. find out if I can fix this PC. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Thanks for coming on, Rob. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Robin. Yeah. Show and now. Uh,